0: Five,
1: four, three, two, one, zero. Hey everyone, this is the Comic Vine podcast for the week ending June fifteenth, two thousand twelve. Sarah, your voice is way deeper than usual. Are you feeling okay?
2: My name is Sarah.
1: This is the new sound close. My name no. My name is actually Tony Guerrero, editor in chief of com, which was what you're listening to. And Sarah is not here. She's doing some video editing downstairs and downstairs and downstairs, two floors, <laughs> three floors down. Three but floors. with me is the delightful Corey well, uh, Schroeder.
2: I believe I was described as exquisite, exquisite last week. I liked
1: that. Exquisite? Yeah. James, Sorry. Sorry. James described oh, me as exquisite. <laughs> oh, yeah. I was like, Sarah called you exquisite? No. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, so it's just going to be the two of us this week. It's okay. Um, But I guess we should say now next week is going to be an interesting week. Yeah. (laughs) Because I will not be here. Uh, Nor will I. (laughs) I, I'm going to be... Hopefully on a beach. Nice. Or in a nice, warm ocean. Because you can't go in the ocean here. No. No, you cannot. No, not, even, people, on, even on hot days. If you are like, pleasant. oh, you live in California. Oh, it must be so nice. It's like, not really.
2: Northern California and Southern California really might as well be two states.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, and you will not be here. Nope. I'm going to Sacramento. Yeah, which is going to be hot there. Yeah. Probably. Which, which always, is going to be hot there.
2: far less pleasant. Yeah. But I'm going to a friend's wedding. So that will be
1: pleasant. <laughs> so next week's podcast might just be Sarah. Yep, I don't know if I'm. I'm trying to think, because Earth Two came out. Okay, that came out two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Was it last week? Mm, came out last week. Was it last week? I think so, because we had James on. Oh, it seemed. I don't know why it seemed like two weeks ago.
2: Probably because you read
1: your super sweet advanced copy. No, um, no, we only. <laughs> i don't, I'm trying to think. don't even know if you got advanced. No, we didn't get advance on that because like sometimes because um writers get comps and you of know, course like sometimes <laughs> and um like last week he gave us a copy of the shade which came out this mm-hmm. week so we, we got to see that early but great <laughs> i don't think we got a comp for earth to, we got he he let us see the first issue but i don't think we ran into him before so, and people mm. are like shut up and right get to, so <laughs> get um, to the point <laughs> but I, I i do think um james while well, we're talking about james um dc universe presents comes out mm. next week with um okay. the vandal savage and he'll be i able to- i love that i don't know if he's gonna be on though because um and he'll, if he is he'll be able to talk about
2: shade too because that was really great and yeah. Holy moly, Fraser Irving's art is just
1: spectacular. Yeah, just spectacular. Yeah, but I think we will begin with Batman. Spoiler alert! Yeah, so um, we we thought about this, and um, I forgot. Someone even mentioned. Um, I might have it written down here. Someone's like, you know, you got to spoil it. You know, we got to talk because we,
2: we it's if you haven't read it's like. You you don't know, but yeah, you can't talk around what happened yeah. to this issue. And <laughs>
1: it, it's it's going to come around, and you know we could try to tippy-toe around it, but it, it's gonna... just
2: going to lead to a lame discussion. Yeah.
1: So what we are going to do is right now, although although I, I guess so. There, I, I, in the comments, I will put um, when it's safe to come back on. The problem is people listening to us directly from iTunes, they're not going to have access to that. Might be a little so, trickier, but so unless we, <laughs>
2: it shouldn't be more than like. 10 maybe 15 minutes
1: yeah <laughs> of, of discussion on that yeah so well let's maybe we should limit ourselves like, yeah. go the t- the <laughs> and clock spoilers. seven minutes and 22 seconds so, to talk about yeah so okay so starting spoilers begin now. now so um pause or skip yeah and, okay so thomas wayne jr i wasn't gonna say his name but you went straight there and you, <laughs> you said know it. what and hopefully people weren't we like we got it we weren't kidding <laughs> maybe they're like like wait i'm on the other side of the room and i, I gotta like, running to hit that was pause. what that pause was you yeah know? so hopefully um yeah hopefully you you pause in time if you haven't read it uh yeah so scott Holy snyder moly. he 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 I, – i I'd say it's a very bold move. It's
2: – it goes beyond bold.
1: <laughs> and and the main thing is I, I could see some people saying, oh, Batman, Bruce has a brother now. Oh, you know, that's that's not a – but right. the thing is – the brilliant thing is that Thomas Wayne Jr., you know, a lot – most people, I think, do know that he did exist in previous continuity. So I, I did not know that, actually, and I was still impressed with – because – uh, again, it's like, yeah, it's it's kind of a, a,
2: a cliche to just, like, introduce a brother, but be- <laughs> it's this weird, like, thing because it's become such a cliche, it was actually kind of ballsy to try to do it and make it work.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, and that's the brilliant thing because anyone could have just said, it's his brother. Right. You know, and then, you know, that that's, like, the easy way out. And, you, and it would have even been easy to say, it's Thomas Wayne Jr., this obscure character who never really appeared. Right. But what Scott Snyder did is he, he took it and he really, he I mean, he, you got to know, he, he, he thought this out carefully and planned it all out. And, and what I did was like when reading the first ones, I was like going back and looking at issue one and, you know, like with Martha's pendant with the heart and, you know, and just all this stuff. So, and then going back to it was world's finest. I think it was like two twenty three or something like that It was 1974. So that's, um, I think that's the first <sighs> appearance of, of Thomas Wayne jr. So there's this boomerang. So I, I wrote an article about this so you can see, um, more information about the actual issue and, and some, some scans from, from that, that comic. Um, so there was this, this this boomerang killer, and Batman's teaming up with the dead man. and so they they go to this apartment and they see this this notebook, and it's like the, the guy's name is Thomas Willowwood, hmm. and it's a pretty so great there, name. Yeah, it was with, with two W's, which is kind of weird. It's like Willow so I
2: it's
1: guess like, that would that, make sense. That's kind of weird. It's like skiing is one of the only words in the English language
2: that has two consecutive I's.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so, um, and then dead man's like oh willowwood that's that that funny farm upstate or something like that and right. <laughs> so did they go there and so there was a patient Never
2: sensitive dead man <laughs> yeah yeah it's like, it's like oh
1: wait wait put, you know how pc it was the 70s right? but so the the, the funny thing is you know this, this guy's name was thomas willowwood and he was staying at this willowwood sanitarium and, and so it's like what you know it's named after him or something like that and um so that the story the the doctor didn't want to say anything because patient confidentiality right. so dead man jumps into the doctor and he's like <laughs> here you go Batman here's the case uh, files and because Bruce's or Batman's like like I don't I don't like to do this but we don't have time for a court order <laughs>
2: everyone knows Batman doesn't really approve of breaking the law <laughs>
1: yeah so then he he's reading his file and he's like <gasps> and then it's like to be continued or not it's like you know add in the page and then then Superman comes into the story and it's like wait see he's got this up and then Batman's talking to Superman he doesn't say anything and then later um Superman's he, he like realizes he's like Batman tempered with evidence. He's like, there's something going on with And then Batman's like, it's my brother. He's the killer. And so, um, the, what the record said is there is a, a they, they show like a baby in a carriage and then there's a, it gets, the baby gets hit by a car or, you know, <laughs> okay. like the carriage gets hit and, and, or something, you know, so there's this car accident and the, the baby has like severe trauma. So it's like the kid's never going to be normal. It's going to mm-hmm. always be a, a threat to himself and society. So he has got to okay. be in a sanitarium. And then, he's so he's at Willowwood and then that's why like no one ever knew that
2: is a weirdly similar origin to the character Kiriyama from Battle
1: Royale I don't know about that that's that is, that is
2: like almost word for word his origin <laughs>
1: so maybe that's where they got it from yeah. um so Scott's thing and then there's a big spoilery um interview with with Scott where he talks about all this his his idea cuz Thomas Wayne Jr is supposed to be the older brother but Scott's like that, that that wouldn't work because there would be records of it if, you know, people would talk, you know, family members, society or whatever would say, hey, Bruce, by the way, you had an older brother that right. died, maybe died in a car accident or anything like that. Um so he, he made it that Thomas Wayne Jr. is the younger brother, which makes more sense because, you know, he's like, you know, if, if he went to school, there'd be records. And he's like, well, maybe, you know, he was homeschooled because they were worried about him being kidnapped or, you know, he's, he's trying to come up with all these different scenarios. And then finally, he's like, the only way to make it work is if he's a younger brother. Mm-hmm. And and so it, it does work. And so you, you see Sometimes that. Sometimes story needs to be served before continuity, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and so we, we get that. We, we still don't know officially because scott was 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 you know specific in the interview he's like if it is him right if it really is because he, he's you know,
2: also insane
1: yeah <laughs> and well i mean that's the thing because he had head trauma and he right. was he was locked away so the the way scott's doing the story now because when batman goes to willowwood and in, in the current continuity the place is, is a shambles it's a right. dump it's, it's and it's, there, there was a sinkhole and but before this, there was
2: like a, all this horrific
1: like, like things ne- were ne- happening neglect and all yeah. that and so i guess the story there is you know they they used to have big you know wealthy contributors you know don't making donations all that right. who could have you know be making all those donations and then you know Thomas and Martha they died so no one's making donations so the hospital ran down you know got it run all down.
2: runs together so well <laughs> and
1: and because you know Thomas things you know but the heart pendant that you know that was supposed to be given to mothers of who had um, children in the hospital but you mm-hmm. know bruce is like he's like no because she you know she did volunteer work and all this, so that's why she got one right so you know there, there's this contradiction and and bruce is still as he's like he, i mean you can see what what little you can see in there he's like no, no. you know he doesn't believe it but he's been wrong before yeah so if it, he doesn't
2: he's not exactly objective about this
1: yeah so it's it's it's, it's gonna be interesting to see all, if also he is.
2: do we want to talk about the role that he will possibly be playing
1: well so he <laughs> um he 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 worked his way into the, the, the court of owls. He, he betrayed them. And, right. Um, you know, that's how he's able to fake his death. The last issue. Right. And so he puts on this, this armor. Well, he
2: did. And also he was, he was sort of betrayed and in turn, betrayed yeah. Them. <laughs> yeah. So he's like, okay guys.
1: Um, yeah. So the other connection is in Grant Morse, Morrison and Frank quietly's justice league earth two, where we see like the modern take it, a crime syndicate of America. Owl man is Thomas Wayne jr. which,
2: I love the look of that character. I love how it's written. I, I really – I thought that was such a cool character. So to have him back – and the, the new look is is also spectacular. It has mm-hmm. eclipsed the old one in my opinion, but it's it's just a great look.
1: Yeah, and it, it's it's another brilliant connection. You know, Owlman, Court of Owls. Right. A, because – I in, was
2: actually curious about From the moment this whole Court of Owls thing was introduced, I was like, wait, are we going to – is this about Owlman? And then it looked like it wasn't going to be and then yeah. in this. It yeah, totally but it was. was.
1: So it's a story with um the crimes with the Thomas Wayne Jr. So what happened there is um, instead of Thomas and Martha getting killed, it was Martha and Bruce mm. that got killed. So then um, so I guess Thomas Wayne Jr. ended up I and mean, cuz everything's like okay, all, all were reversed they were killed
2: by the police or i think they were killed by, by, okay. by, the, by the
1: police yeah and then <laughs> i think then, that's also prometheus's origin then then thomas um wayne junior goes off with joe chill who he kind of like looked up to oh. and then and then thomas becomes a commissioner right
2: right 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 and then
1: cuz cause, yeah, cause then when when um the justice league goes over to earth 2 cuz the syndicate exists from earth 3 but they end up on earth 2 <laughs> blah, blah blah all this you know, confusion so when when batman's there um you know his dad thinks it's, it's Owlman, but he's like, no, then he, then, but then he realizes that he's like, you think I don't know my own son's voice or, you know, so, so he, he realizes that. And then, so you got all this, this crazy stuff. And so, I mean, it's just all put together so nicely just how, you know, Scott pulled from action. So what I, what I, what I think is brilliant is he didn't just make this up. Cause I, I think like if, if they said Bruce Wayne had a, had a sister, just, you know, make this right. new character that that's. You know, it could happen, but it's, it's, you're, you're just making stuff up for your own sake. But here he's taking something that actually existed, totally tweaking it, making it, you know, 100 times better.
2: It was like when Morrison uh, introduced this plot line in, I believe, RIP, or he may have been introduced in the Black Glove, but, um, or Black Hand, Black Glove, uh, where Thomas Wayne was actually not only alive, but also kind of a horrible human being. <laughs> like yeah. Thomas and Martha were actually these like weird hedonists mm-hmm. who were into all this horrible stuff and it was like i'm kind of glad that that wound up being a totally deception up, yeah. because that would have re- that would have been too much that would have gone too far
1: <laughs> yeah and and people have made the connection they're like well this is just because wasn't dr hurt supposed to be thomas wayne jr because there was that rumor mm. for a while that you know people brought that up that you know he was in a, a little too old but <laughs> yeah um so then and again what happened thomas or dr hurt was actually, I think he was from like the 17th century. His name was actually Thomas Wayne, oh, weird. I, I guess, but he was he was another descendant of the Waynes, and he made hmm. the, the deal with the devil and right. the, all that. Yeah, it's like what happened, Grant. <laughs> I, I, don't I
2: feel even. like that did go a bit off the rails. I don't know. Maybe editorial stepped in. I don't
1: know what happened. I don't know what I, I'm completely blue skying here. But. I I still love the <laughs> the fifth issue of the Return of Bruce Wayne when they're oh sure and and the the young one. you know it's like right after the death of mm-hmm. Thomas and Martha and we we see Martha's parents and it just it feels like there's just more to be told there that mm-hmm. that Grant never did. So it's like yeah. you know because my my question I wrote an article about this it was like about a year ago. It was like how come you know, why was Bruce raised by a butler? Right. You know, cause obviously he had any he, of the innumerable yeah, relatives, he had grandparents, right. You know, cause the whole thing was, did he have any, any other relatives, but you know, so he did have grandparents, but you know, Martha didn't really get along with her parents. And you know, part of it was because of Thomas supposedly, you know, she had improved in marriage or whatever, right. but still they say, Oh yeah, sure. You can just live with a butler. Right. a and, butler and a doctor later on. Yeah. With, and, uh, with Leslie Tompkins. And what, what was, um, what I thought was interesting because Alfred's very first appearance uh, was he, he came to, like, America when when Dick Grayson was already Batman's ward. Oh, weird. Because he comes up, and I think he says, like, yeah, my father was your family butler, and I'm coming. Sort of like, who's this? So if the original original Golden Age continuity sticks, Bruce didn't know, he wasn't raised by Alfred. But then we've seen later. Then you know who the heck different... was he raised <laughs> by? So that, that was the thing. And then there was this, this one, I think it was, like, Secret Origins, one issue where um, where you see Bruce, like, saying his prayers, and then you know you cut you know there, there's a voice from off off panel says don't forget say your prayers Bruce and he's like I will Uncle Philip it's like who the heck is Uncle <laughs> Philip and I I've asked Scott Snyder this I was like who's Uncle Philip who who oh, is it Uncle God. Phil it's like the Fresh Prince of oh. Bel Air. <laughs> It's
2: like, okay.
1: like who's is this? Is no, this it needs Aunt, Aunt to be a Vivian?
2: Thing. It's like We we need to we need to retcon Batman so that he was raised by Uncle, Uncle
1: Phil, Phil from the French Fresh, fresh yeah. Prince of Bells. So it's like like who is this guy? And but there's there's this um what was interesting and also I think it was again Secret Origins. I if you find that article, just do an article search why was Batman raised by a Butler or something like that. But there's there's this one panel where you see um Alfred there's like a social worker talking to alfred because like how could a little kid get away by being raised by a butler you know he'd go into foster care or something like that and right. so what you you see like alfred writing a check and then bruce wayne is throwing like his file into the fire into the fireplace huh. so it's like yeah and maybe they paid him off so it's like you know he's gonna yeah. know, live with the butler <laughs> right and i guess the social worker was able to be bribed so. I,
2: I always liked the reliving of that scene in um in arkham asylum the the game when you get uh, when he Batman gets dosed with the uh, the fear gas uh-huh. and like you kind of relive the the not only the death but then the the not redemption per se but the the hope at the end of it of, of him I believe meeting uh, Jim Gordon yeah as as a kid and like he kind of like stands up and that is what gives him the strength to to carry on and it's like it's, it's really it's really well handled in mm-hmm. the within the narrative of the game
0: <laughs> yeah.
2: Um, anyway, I believe that that that'll do it
1: for spoilers. Well, just okay. one other thing. I mean, this okay. isn't really I a spoiler. Know. Yeah, I mean, so I, I guess that's about it. But the other thing is <laughs> on the very first page, you know, a couple members of the Court of Owls is Joseph and Maria Powers.
2: Okay, this I don't is, know that name offhand.
1: Um Derek Powers from Batman Beyond. Oh. I think it's okay. Blight. Yeah. Because yeah, you know yeah, Powers Wayne, you know, great, he he took over. And, <laughs> and and so I asked Scott about that. Is like, is this you know same powers as you know, Batman, he, and he's, he's like, I love, you know, the anim, Batman Beyond and the anime yeah. series. And he's like, he's like the, the power's name is something that, you know, I, I want to do things with.
2: So. Batman Beyond on paper is one of the dumbest things you could have possibly done. And they absolutely pulled it off. Yeah, <laughs> Like I could not believe, like I had no faith. I didn't even bother to watch it until I started hearing like things about it. And then I was like, okay, I guess I'll give it a
1: shot. And it's so
2: good. Yeah. <laughs>
1: So, so that that's that's Batman. So yeah, and, then, and we got another issue coming up. Oh, and Scott also, um, we've got to get him back on the show. That was the, that was. Really I originally, fun. I was going to scat- get him on this week, and it's just it was just a crazy week. So no, sure. Scott and I didn't iron out the details, but yeah, you know, he he's totally, you know, wants to be on. So we'll see maybe after, or maybe for you know issue eleven, you know, we can yeah. that, that's the absolute finale. So for this arc, because what Scott mentioned also issue twelve, which is being drawn by Becky Cloonan, so Greg Capullo can get a break. It's going to like kind of fill in the gaps, show some things that we didn't see. Love it. Cause, cause you know, I asked him, I was like, you know, how much time has passed, you know, when Bruce found out and was in the, in the, the labyrinth and right. recovering. So, um, but there's going to be more on Harper Row. So the, okay. the girl that was in issue right. seven, the kind I of a little think. punk rock girl. Yeah. Where he's he's like, I told you to leave me alone. So it's right. like, obviously he knows who she is. So it's like, who the heck's this girl? And what Scott finally confirmed is that girl is the same girl from Batman number one. Looks totally different i mean she's all dollar <laughs> and and there were, so he he exclusively confirmed that in that interview for us because he's like you guys were like the only you know site that caught on to that because when i saw the first issue i'm like you know you, you got leslie Tompkins, you got bruce or you got commissioner gordon and then you got some girl it's like right. who's who's this girl when when bruce is giving his speech and so scott did a little quote he's like this is a character she, she, you're gonna see her later on and you know, he was right. So she, for, she, she turned up. Thanks but for tipping the hat, Scott. The, the question is, why does she look so different between the two issues? So maybe hopefully we'll find that out in issue 12. See what, what role she's going to play. I mean, yeah. she jump started Batman's life. Yeah. When, no or, kidding. start. Yeah. Literally. You know, <laughs> yeah. So we'll see about that. Um, okay. So moving on. So that is the spoilers. Welcome back. Uh, <laughs> everyone who's now tuning back in. Yeah. um, <laughs> uncanny x-force 26 loved it yeah so we got more Ah. amazing phil noto holy moly
2: um really messy though really kind of disgusting i was eating when i was reading this and
1: it was was rough i was eating
2: it was eating egg drops egg drop soup of all things and it was like oh oh, oh, no
1: (laughs) so i I will speak um because i don't remember who who when we talked about when the last issue so last issue um we see psylocke and phantom x hook up and then she she, she basically she's like eh, so, yeah. I, I'm, I'm done see ya and he's yeah, like was what was like but i got feelings and she's like yeah yeah phantom um, x of all people has feelings <laughs> so because because sarah said that she's like i was right and i was i was like no i said the same thing because hmm. um i mean she she looked very cold where she you know she didn't even care she like she basically used him but what we see here is that you know she felt guilty yeah, and and I I thought I said this too, so I don't know if she was arguing with you because I don't know, maybe I don't think I was here last time and, and when X that was Force a, come out. Yeah, came so out, maybe so it was I had that gap. Maybe it was James she was arguing with because yeah, you know, I, I I think it could have been because <laughs> I I felt the same way where I I think it was too soon. You know, she does have feelings for Phantom X. I mean, but that, didn't she
2: like a, sacrifice her emotions or something like? that? Well, that there
1: is that, <laughs> um, but. I I think it you know she she was, still felt some guilt because you know it
2: was whole too soon. The other world or out world or whatever the heck it's called thing is. I'm still a little bit backwards on that, yeah. especially after the revelations in this issue, which may or may not have been true.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: So so we find out you know she did care. Um, she was feeling guilty about Warren, mm-hmm. but there's a lot of deception here. We won't I guess get into that. <laughs>
2: Even more spoilers. Yeah, we don't need to spoil this.
1: <laughs> yeah. So but yeah, I mean it's it's a great issue. Um, my only problem, I I. Felt a little weird seeing <laughs> Phantom X in his his apartment his, when he's having his party, mm-hmm. and he's just wearing like I guess I don't know if they're boxer shorts yeah. and, and his mask. <laughs> and his
0: mask. That was it's, a little yeah, weird cause
1: it's 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 almost like he's wearing I mean yeah they're they're boxers but I mean they're not tidy whities right but he's wearing like boxers uh, you know. n- no shirt and his mask He's like what kind of party is this and <laughs> <laughs> again superheroes on their masks when they're when it's sexy although isn't his face like still all messed up? Maybe, I mean, that's probably why he's wearing the mask. Though I mean, I, yeah. I can't keep track. I'm trying to think of the last issue, but,
2: because you know, yeah, he, no, he
1: had a, where was it? Was, I don't think it was in here. I, I think it was the last issue where he had bandages on his face when, right. when he and Psylocke or, were finishing, yeah. or whatever. So, so
2: yeah, I think, his, I think his face is still, like, messed up, so he probably didn't want to have bandages. I don't know. Yeah. When you come to Phantom X's party, you expect to see Phantom X. Yeah.
1: So, <laughs> that was a great issue. Um, Deadpool, 56 i am continue
2: uh, like this book has gotten so good yeah i love like, the cover it, yeah if, uh, it's gotten from just like a, a sort of like yeah i recommend it if you like deadpool 2 you should really be reading this book
1: yeah because i mean i, I we, i've been getting all the issues but i've i've kind of got behind mm-hmm. but then when the because like i totally wanted to read that the, the what was it the Dark Deadpool, the Evil Deadpool, whatever? Oh you know, all, yeah, all the anti body Deadpool. Parts. Yeah, I, I, I actually,
2: I'm a little bit peeved when that came out, and for completely selfish reason of like, I actually had a similar idea.
1: Nope. Too, of, too of, slow.
2: Yeah, exactly. It's like, what if Deadpool? Because like Deadpool just was shown in one of these earlier arcs that he can regrow his head. Yeah. Like, what if there was another? Like, what if you de- if you decapitated Deadpool, but what you happens? kept the head intact? Would there then be two different Deadpool's?
1: Yeah. <laughs> so I, I couldn't even keep up with that but then with with um when he wanted to to kill himself i was like okay that was great so i started reading this and now we he he has no healing factor he's
2: depowered for all intents and purposes so
1: it's it's great because so i I reviewed this issue and issue before and you know daniel way you know he's been writing this entire series and What what I think is great is you know we we had this oversaturation of Deadpool because we had Deadpool Deadpool team up that was a crazy few months and and people you know people were loving it it was like all this Deadpool but it's it's just (sighs) like and it it felt like Marvel's just saying Deadpool's hot we're gonna throw as much out there people are gonna get sick of it we're just gonna cash in on it while we can if they get sick of it and hate them so be it I mean that's just how it felt like just throwing all this stuff and absolutely and then as much as I love Deadpool I actually said. I can't read Deadpool team up anymore. Yeah. I, mean, I, I, th- I think I reviewed one. I think I might have given it like it was like a 1.5 back when we had that the half stars wow. or something. I was, I was just I was like upset.
2: Deadpool like, is not an easy character to write. So no. like just kind of arbitrarily throwing him to like six different writers. Not that the writers aren't necessarily talented, but it's just Deadpool is a very particular character.
1: Yeah, because I, th- I think Victor Gishler was doing a, a good job. Mm-hmm. But Daniel Way just really seemed seemed to grasp on it. He, and- he
2: does—the thing that I love when people do with Deadpool is when you bring some depth to him. Mm-hmm. It's not just, like, wacky and off the wall. Like, he has pathos. He has needs. He has wants. He has—you he, know, he's, he's a fleshed-out character, not yeah. just, like, the wacky guy who knows
1: that he's in a comic book. Yeah, and, <laughs> and now now that he has no healing factor, I mean, it's a whole new game because he can't just— I'm also
2: kind of like, wait, didn't he still have cancer? Why is he still—
1: well, whatever. Well, that, that was the whole thing. It's like, well, you know, he's got a healing factor, but his face is all messed up.
2: Right. Well, and, the healing factor was messing up his face. Yeah. But it was also keeping his cancer at bay.
1: So I, <laughs> maybe we're not supposed to think about that.
2: Yeah. Right? I don't know if that's a plot hole or if that's going to be brought up. So I yeah. don't want to necessarily accuse it me one way yeah. or
1: the other. Well, I mean, well, that's also a big thing. So he's, he's got this big change and he has no healing factor. And, you know, he he can't just run into missions where, you know, he's got to be careful now. He, he can get hurt everyone's saying it's like oh this probably be like four issues and it'll go back because eventually he's got to get his healing factor back i mean right. well it's possible they may go with this but you think he's he's It'd be kind of weird and you know the other thing if he's got this healing factor how come he can't heal his mind yeah i i don't know maybe that
2: whole the, the urban myth of that your brain can't regrow but it which it totally can actually but yeah. um if you can regrow a head well yeah. <laughs> it's also that yeah so, um so I mean, it's it's great. Yeah, that- he's he's still crazy, and he should still have cancer. So I don't know if those are going to be brought up because yeah, the healing factor was also what made him insane.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so we'll we'll see what happens, but you know he got beat by Pacepot Pot Pete Pace or Pop, Trapster or whatever. It's so great. Huh. So and then you know the way this ends is like is it going to be the, more the same? I mean, obviously something has to happen next issue, but right. yeah, I could easily see it. Just falling into the same thing. Well,
2: Taskmaster shows up in this, and I love, I love Deadpool and Taskmaster. I think they're a great. That there's I, a Deadpool team
1: up. I would. Yeah, read. I love Taskmaster. I just feel like we we're seeing so many different versions of them lately. Because mm-hmm. you know we had Taskmaster in, in Avengers Academy, who was right, pretty you know straight guy. You know he wasn't perfect, but you know he I, was, I actually
2: I, I think across and this was back yeah you know, when like Initiative was coming out when Moon Knight was coming out. I think across those they they established this great. Characteristic of Taskmaster, which is that he—he's a legitimate badass. He's—he's he's, you know got the photographic reflexes and whatnot. But if he runs into a problem that he can't punch, he will just surrender. Mm-hmm. Like, he will not try yeah. to beat it. He will not experiment. He will just drop everything and be like, "I give up."
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> but then, um, in the Taskmaster miniseries, that opened up like a whole new, new cause we actually see his face. And oh, do we? <laughs> you never read that miniseries? No, I didn't you read should, the, that I don't mini-series. know if I should spoil it for you then. Go first. for it. I've, I mean, I um, basically, it, it's, he's got this thing where, I don't know, I, I'm trying to think how to, how to describe it. It's almost like how he adapts, you know, he can take on like so much that it, it's almost like it's overload where like mm-hmm. other things get pushed out. So it's almost like oh, he doesn't really know who he is because, <laughs> you know, he's, he's taken on so many different people and personalities and right. just actions. So it's like he doesn't know his, his real past. Interesting. And so, I mean, that, that could explain why we're seeing different versions. Cause like I say, so the taskmaster in Avengers Academy, the taskmaster in the mini series and the taskmaster here, y'all feel like different, different characters in, in a sense, but it could be because of that, that issue. So, I mean, yeah. look up that, I don't know. i I'd imagine it's it's in trade.
2: It is. It is. So, We've had it in the store. I just I don't know. I, I kind of didn't know the names on it, and I had other stuff to read, well, so I never got around to, to,
1: to it. Pick it up and read I, it carefully. I, I will don't now. don't
2: bend the pages. Of course not. Don't bend <laughs> <laughs> the books back. If you're going to read a book in the store, don't don't fold it. What? The,
1: yeah, what the unless that you're going to buy it, right? <laughs> um, Captain America, thirteen. I'm totally loving this.
2: Yeah, once I finally realized who that was, I was uh, like, "Oh, oh, yeah. that's great."
1: I I hated it, but I loved it. Yeah. So, mans in this issue, which we'll say because yeah. I mean it was two issues ago when right. they revealed that. So to me, because I I started reading like right before issue three hundred, and so like and then after that's when you you had Demolition Man, Dennis. Right dumb feet whatever his name is and you had diamond back and you know so you had all these characters so it's like and okay is, this is the guy who once dressed as like a daredevil wolverine and tried yes. to get into the avengers because yeah, right? he, okay. he was he was in a unlimited class wrestling right. thing with with like the thing so he went to the power broker that's where he got his his costume he actually right. i think he had like a, a mohawk like a red mohawk okay and then Even um better. hanging out with captain america so then he Made up this this costume,
2: and he was also on Wonder Man's anti Avengers.
1: Yeah, okay. So he because his name was Demolition Man, right? I think that was his wrestling name. But then he changed to D Man or Demon. So so Sylvester Stallone would not sue him. Yeah, and you know, so his costume looked like like he went through Wolverine and Daredevil's garbage cans. You know, just put a combination. Then he was a hobo in one of Brian Bendis's books. Yeah, I think it was a Pulse. Yeah, it was like issue seven or something like that, where he's living in. He's like actually, he's he. The way, because um, Phil, no Ben, I was gonna mix up Ben Urich. Right, finds him where this um guy at a pawn shop gets robbed. Right, or you know, there's there's a guy that's holding him up. Then D-Man comes in, <laughs> beats up the bad guy, but then he helps himself to some some stuff too. Yeah. <laughs> so and then um. Ben finds out that he's living in in the sewers. He's yeah. homeless, and
2: superheroes don't pay the bills. It turns out.
1: And then there was a sad thing when um Luke and, and Jessica were looking for a nanny. Yeah. And <laughs> you, you see like all these headshots of these panels, and and Dennis is like, why won't Captain America call me back? Yeah. It's like poor guy. And so. <laughs> I love those.
2: So also, he, like they, they seem to have forgiven him for like trying to disband the Avengers on yeah. the behest of Wonder Man.
1: <laughs> yeah, that was just I I didn't really like that.
2: I I thought that was really weird especially that last page where it's like what the f is going on
1: <laughs> yeah so so here d-man is the new scourge Wait, and that's the other thing Another i love so i love that they brought back d-man
0: mm-hmm.
1: i love that scourge is here the whole concept i love you know, that they Justice brought back scourge yeah. um diamond back i loved her character and i totally lo- i mentioned this like two issues ago like her and Dum dugan they should make a, a series with those two just investigating yeah. You know the seedy under underbelly of the Marvel universe, but that's I would read that. That's actually what Hawkeye is going to be doing. <laughs> well, they, they use a seedy underbelly, so I, I I use that phrase as much as as I can. <laughs> um, and then uh, what was the other thing? So like Henry Guyrich is is here. You know, I such an ass. Oh, the villain that I love to hate. Um, such but a great but see, villain. that's the thing is the way he's portrayed here is I I question if he's being mind controlled too because probably, but he's still a jerk. <laughs> yeah, because he's he's like really extreme here, and yeah. so but it, it's. I didn't really like. What was it Agent Zero? Was that guy's name? Um, Who? In the the first issues, um, the, the, when they went to that weird world, that weird world.
0: Hmm. It doesn't even mention it.
1: That the, the agent oh. codename Bravo. Oh, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. I didn't like that whole thing. So I wasn't a big fan of that either. When when the, this series started, I was like, ah, you know, because I lo- absolutely love everything that Ed Brubaker's been doing on Captain right. America, but. That codename Bravo and all that—I was just like—I uh, was just trying to stick through it. And had you know, that even, great art. Even yeah, Steve McNiven, but it's like just something I, I couldn't get onto it. And then the the depowered storyline was—I thought it was fascinating you mm-hmm. know, seeing that. And then of course Alan Davis' art—I like that. But here with with Patrick Zerker, I mean it's it's just it's gritty mm-hmm. and it totally fits fits the mood.
2: It's very much like a lark when he was drawing it.
1: Yeah, and and what I what I also like is this Captain America doesn't feel like the same Captain America Avengers, and yeah. I normally that that bothers me when you don't have that continuity when it feels weird. It's like, you know, this character feels different. You know, it's, it's kind of like how Deadpool is a little bit different in X-Force and Deadpool. Sure. But, but here, I, I Although love... Although did make
2: an Arrested Development reference in Uncanny yeah. X-Force, so...
1: Yeah, so I, but I, I love here how, how separate that this is from yeah. Avengers. I mean, so this is...
2: I, I just think it's cool that, like, you do have these two sides of Captain America. The one side is not even, like, a public persona, but it's, like, more like when he's a leader. Yeah. When he's a leader, he realizes he's got to step up. He's got to kind of puff his chest out and make inspiring speeches. But when he's just working mostly on his own, he's a little bit more down-to-earth. Mm-hmm. Like, he's a little bit more, like... Finger on the pulse of what's going on in that that old seedy underbelly.
1: Yeah, <laughs> so I'm absolutely loving that. Yeah, that is great. Um, the Ravagers number two did not pick that up. I, I'm 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 liking it, and I, I like um caitlin fairchild you know i read gen 13 when it first came out but then i i dropped it because there's too much you know cheesecake it's like it's like oh we're in a battle and we're captured and all our clothes is gone you know we're we're being held captive nude because that's what you do when you you kidnap teens and you know these underage (laughs) kids all creepy so um so this is howard Mackey who it's it's just it's crazy because it's like where where has he been you know he Mm -hmm. he kind of um, oh yeah, this band I haven't heard in a while. And so it's 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 weird because I I've kind of talked to him a couple times. So this is one of those those cases where it's like, you know, I read this guy's comics when I was a kid, and now I'm actually you know having ex- exchanges with him. Right? So it's, it's it's really weird. um He's got the tough. He's in a tough position here because there's all these new characters, and it's it's. It's easy. I, I think it would be easy if if he took like a bunch of existing characters because like you know there's Beast Boy and Terra mentioned here, so people are going to be like, "That's great. I know who those characters are and I want to read that." But when you're introducing all these new characters, you don't have that connection to them because it's like, yeah. okay, here's you know Thunder or whatever you know these characters. It's like I don't really care, and so it, water. You, you gotta you gotta <laughs> sell it. You gotta make people interested. But then on the other hand, well, if there's gonna be some deaths, eh, you can kill. You know, although they did kill Artemis and the Culling. Hey. So it's like uh, that. That was kind of crazy, cause, you know, because she's so big and um and Young Justice, and they right? Just they decided to kill her off. So, um, I was not a fan of the culling, <laughs> and I I haven't told Scott Lobdell that, and I don't know if he caught wind of that. Of that, I didn't really like that <laughs> the notion that um someone wasn't a fan of his work. <laughs> I mean, because you know, we we talked a lot. And we he's been busy lately. We haven't spoken too much um recently, but i just felt like that that whole thing in teen titans i mean because i really like the teen Titans series you know I, I i'll admit that and but it's just a whole nowhere and harvest it just feels like it went too long
0: mm-hmm.
1: and then now here in Ravagers, it's still like we still kind of have the same thing we're still dragging out where these these yeah. kids are trying to they're on a run from them but it's just like i want to see something more something different yeah and so i i just don't know where they can go with this and and I, so I'm really curious to see what Howard Mackey's is going to do. And, you know, we still have Rose Wilson and, and Warblade, who I think it's cool how to, you know, in, in some cases, I think it's cool how to incorporating the Wildstorm characters. In. And in some other cases, I'm sure you know what I'm talking about. Um, <laughs> I, I'm not Ooh. so sure. Like Deathblow. I don't, I don't know what, what yeah. they're going to do with Deathblow. Um, um, I, I, I know
2: I've asked, I asked this every week that she comes up, but has it been confirmed that Rose Wilson is Slade's daughter?
1: They have not. I don't think yeah. there's been any mention of that. Hey. Um. I don't think they've ever touched that because in the it's beginning Wilson is not exactly an uncommon last name. So they and, could totally just separate. She has them, white but, hair. Right. But And you know, that was, that was the whole thing is like, is there going to be a crossover between this and Deathstroke and you know, Scott and Kyle are like, mm-hmm. and, you know, nothing was ever said. So, so we don't know. And the thing is, it, I, so I wonder, it's like, does Deathstroke not know he has a daughter because, because yeah, he was really obsessed with his son. Yeah. Cause I mean, that was a whole, and, oh, see, now you just reminded me how much I, I loved the first part of, <laughs> that stroke I, I mean, I, I thought that was a great story. Um, so I mean, it, it's possible he doesn't know, but the fact that she's using the last name Wilson, right? She must kind of know, or unless whoever her mom is here, if it's the same mom, and she's like, yeah, that's that's your name, and so that was her
2: father's last name. Yeah. So, I mean,
1: I guess we'll we'll have to wait and see. So I'm I I'm liking this, but I'm I'm wondering where this is going to go. Yeah. And I mean, part of it is because it's like, are we going to see Beast Boy in Terror and? And I want to see what's gonna happen with 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 Caitlin. Yeah. So and and this guy, I think his name's Ridge. So I don't even know all, all their names. Oh he, he's he's starting to grow on me. Okay. Um, the other good. two is
2: like eh, it's yeah. a really silly name, but good that he's got yeah. A well written character.
1: Yeah. Uh American vampire, Lord of Nightmares. I need to start reading this book. <sighs> I, I, I love this one so much. <laughs> I, I almost I I don't even know if if I love this more than the regular American vampire. So what we have here because um, the, the main series of American Vampire, for the most part, it follows. There's this guy, this vampire, Skinner Sweet. So he was like this American vampire, new breed of vampires, um, very very powerful, and so it, it's gone through you know different periods of times, and it's, it's just been progressing, but. Uh, he turned in, in the first arc. He turned this one person into an American vampire. So, and then she's c- come back in different stories. But what we have here to focus is there's this organization called the Vassals of the Morning Star, and they're basically like this organization. They're vampire hunters, and mm-hmm. you know, so they're aware of the existence of the American vampire and all this, and they're, you know, they're, they're trying to stop all this. So it's like the secret organization, and and just the, the character here. It's, it's just it's just like really cool. I mean, I don't, I, I, I can't describe it more than that besides, you know, just sounding like I'm a, you know, Scott Snyder fanboy, which, you know, maybe I am, but <laughs> it's, it's easy to be a Scott Snyder. Yeah. It's easy
2: to be a fanboy of someone when they do like amazing work across the board. Like, I don't think there's anything wrong with that.
1: <laughs> yeah. So, um, this, this guy, um, he's meeting with this one vampire and they're talking to this exchange. And there's like this one thing that the vassals have that like the, these vampires want. And, and then when you find out what it is, it's just like, holy crap. And that, that's all I'm going to say about this. And the, the art here is Dustin Nguyen, which is, I mean, he, awesome. it's, it's great to see him not do a superhero book because it's, it's yeah. just so different. And, you know, um, he, you know, a lot of times, I mean, I, th- I think you can maybe say his art's kind of fun, you know, mm-hmm. it, it's, it's kind of light and lighthearted and, you know, but here it just with the color, I think, I mean, just, it's, it's so good. And I, I love this. And we still have a comic vine ads in the comics. Whoa. just saw that page yeah I thought it was only gonna be two weeks but we're on week four now great yeah. I like it Scarlet Spider number six so so oh, good I love this issue so good. too the the great thing is because I think it was the last issue or something like that I, I thought Ryan Stegman was, was, was off the book already he had left because yeah. he's going to be on Fantastic Four with Jonathan Hickman for I don't even know how long because you know there's the rumors that Hickman's leaving his end, his run is ending I, I don't think they've actually announced when so, unless I totally missed it so um I, I was like oh man because i really i i'm a huge chris yos fan oh yeah and and ryan Stegman, like just seeing his his variant covers for like uh avengers versus x-men it's just mm-hmm. like the more i see of his art the bigger fan i, I get i feel
0: like
2: he kind of came out of nowhere like i would never yeah. heard of this guy until scarlet spider yeah
1: and and it's just it's just, it's just been amazing and then and i, I keep saying it's like whenever i say like describing it's amazing or spectacular it's like no i'm not trying to make those bad <laughs> yeah. puns with that he's
2: the amazing scarlet spider yeah
1: so when I, I i was like it's like okay i'll read because um we've seen the the, the previous i don't think it's in this issue um i don't know if the uh, for the koi fam is going to be doing the series not sure how I, I feel about that i mean it's a different style it's it's not as because with stegman it's almost like it's super clean it's like just detail is just like so hard it's like in your face it's like just so good and that's a, that koi fam style isn't good but it's just it's maybe a little more abstract or i mean I yes yeah, St- the stegman's
2: more. art just sets the tone and matches the tone of yost's writing which is a little and i god i wish there was a better word for this other than gritty but that's what it is yeah. it's, a, it's a little more like earthy it's a little more like dirt under your fingernails and and you know i can you can kind of feel the houston heat in the book <laughs> just yeah like oh it just looks like everyone is just
1: sweating so i've been i've been totally enjoying it i mean and I think people know by now that I'm a huge Ben Riley fan. Mm-hmm. So, despite that, I'm still loving this book. The fact that it's not Ben Riley It's in fact Kane. Um, yeah. So, and and just Stegman and Yost have been great. But then when you get to like page three and you see Kane, yeah, I was just like, holy crap! I was like looking <laughs> just just the way he looks here because yeah. that if you go back to like the the earlier issues, it, it, this looks even better. But it, it's still Stegman. So, I mean, that was a big surprise there. Mm-hmm. That I thought. Stegman was done, that right. he wasn't doing this. And then when I, because I didn't look at the credits and I tried to avoid the solicits. So then when I saw he was on it, I was like, oh, this is cool. It's yeah. like, like a bonus you know, issue. But then looking at this, it's like, this just looks so much different and it's so good. And what it is, is he did his own inks here. Oh, interesting. So it's just like, holy crap, Ryan. It's like, you you got to do this more. I, I guess yeah. it's it's a matter of you know, time and all that. Right. But it's just so good. So on top of that, and then we got this story where you got this um, mysterious character on on the cover who I don't want to spoil who it is. I mean it's they, just they pretty much spoiled who it is. I don't remember if they did or not. I think they did in the solicit. Maybe. But I don't know. Anyways. <laughs> oh whatever not so, everyone reads solicits, so we yeah, still won't spoil I, it. that's the thing, I i d I don't I try to avoid the solicits. But I mean it's just it's it's a cool confrontation and just a lot going on. And, it's great. And we we get a lot of um cane action without the costume, so that that's yeah. really cool. Because when when he in the first issue when he, he cuts his hair and all that and mm-hmm. takes off his beard, and I was like I don't know how he look. I mean, yeah. Now you're Peter Parker. Yeah. Like he's but, it just, but here, I mean, it looks, looks really good. True. And, um,
2: we, we learn a bit more about his mysterious, the, the girl that he saved
1: who yeah. apparently there's something weird about her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the other, um, cool thing is, you know, we're, we're seeing Kane dealing with the fact that people are starting to see him as a hero. And he, he's right. like, I'm not a hero. Which, yeah, and then, I love, I love and they're, they're calling reluctance. him Scarlet spider. And he's just like, uh, it's, it's just like this guilt because, you know, he was always trying to kill, um ben riley right and now do you know why he was trying to kill ben riley uh beyond being insane (laughs) no so i always thought it was because they were both clones Mm -hmm. and because ben riley was like the perfect clone so he hated him right what i think it was because that that was always my impression but i think i saw somewhere where it was actually the opposite get you know how the 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 fabrication came out that Peter Parker was actually the clone right. and then Ben Raleigh was original. So I think that's what Kane was thinking. Hmm. And he was actually because he thought Ben was the original, that's why he hated uh, him so much. And was it was going that after. Makes him. Sense. But then, you know, he still had run ins with, with Peter Parker, who right. was supposedly the clone who well, Kane be also brother. looked
2: completely different
1: at this point. Yeah. So I mean it's, it's <laughs> interesting. So he he he's feeling guilt over you know, because he he realizes now now that his mind's you know a little clearer. He realized that Ben was a, a good guy. He was a real hero. Yeah. And now he's being called by his name, and
2: it's it's interesting to think like because the '90s, a lot of people consider the '90s a somewhat regrettable time in, in comic books. What with the proliferation of of kind of this extreme mm-hmm. like tone and uh. No one better exemplified that kind of humorously enough than than Carnage, Venom, and to some extent Scarlet Spider. Mm-hmm. And now those three here in 2012 have three of the absolute best books on the shelf. Uh-huh. Like it's just it kind of goes to show you that with with the right writer, the right artist, the right team, you can make these characters who were really not well thought of, but you can take them and make them interesting. Mm-hmm. Like Cletus Cassidy has never been more interesting than when he's being written by Zeb Wells. Yeah. Like he's uh, he who writes him more as like a th- thrill kill almost like mickey from natural born killers like just crossed with hannibal Lecter or something (laughs) uh so yeah i i think this book is great it's great that a book called scarlet
1: spider is is an amazing book in in 2012 yeah and it's just i mean you can even say the same thing about deadpool you know he had his popularity then he just kind of disappeared and then they brought him back and they, they put a comedic spin on him cuz original
2: his first appearance which you can if you buy Deadpool classics volume 1 you see his first appearance he's not funny uh-uh. he's just a mercenary like he's, yeah. he's just kind of a, a run of the mill mercenary i think
1: say it wasn't fabian nichizia which i think that's how you say it Yes. Uh, i think it was you know joe kelly a lot of people you know mm-hmm. credit him for really giving him the personality and, and although when the came back to write him,
2: he did an excellent job
1: yeah, yeah. with cable Deadpool. Especially. So that's the thing that everyone's like, you know, that's, that's a classic writers on. So now Daniel way, I mean, he's, he's definitely earned his, his slot, sure. as, you know, standing next to those guys. Absolutely. Um, Batman and Robin number 10. It's, it's weird getting two Batman titles. I did not read that. Dang oh, and I meant to, it's weird having two Batman titles now in the same week because Batman, I think used to be a week three book, right? but then they moved it up to week two. I don't know the reason for that. Um, you know, cause, cause most of the books come out, you know, week one, week two, week three, they sure. keep, keep it consistent and, and you would think you'd want to keep them balanced. You know, you don't want to have a bunch of Batman books in the same week. But, I, I don't
2: think DC is too worried about having too much Batman
1: on the shelf. I'm going to yeah. be honest with you. <laughs> yeah. So, so we have Batman and Robin. Um, just, you look at the cover, there's, there's Damien, there's, mm-hmm. um, Tim Drake, there's Dick Grayson, <laughs> there's uh, Jason Todd. So really it's Robin, Robin and Robin. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So the way it starts off is there we have a new villain and he's gathering all these people who have been defeated by Batman. So they're gathering together. Um, I like the idea. Why? It's like acts of vengeance. Why don't villains do this? You know, instead of. fighting the same you know hero acts or, of
2: vengeance that was what that was called i've been i've been talking about that in my store and i could not remember there's, what there's the event h- was called
1: huge omnibus for that which i loved that
2: it's, it's too expensive because i was i was talking about how silly it is that i think i was actually talking about this with uh, with james last week that that um, magneto would ever team up with red skull
1: yeah well i mean and that that's that's so my question is you know why don't villains do this why don't they team up Instead of you know getting defeated all the time, but then the other hand is because they can't get along. <laughs> there's there's eagles and all that. But you know you need to figure out: you do you want to do this on your own and and sure. get your your butt handed to you every single time, right? Or do you want to try to set That's aside kind of the your pre- differences? That's kind of the premise of uh, Old Man Logan, mm-hmm. as we learned. <laughs> so, so someone's um gathering just you know people who have been beat. <laughs> there's this one interesting one he's got a battering in his head <laughs> oh god <laughs> it's like that's and, and his his Ooh. eyes his eyes are all messed up because of that it's like i don't know how that's even possible oh geez <laughs> so um so that that's interesting and then we get a little <laughs> little bit of of the the human side a little downtime you know after mm-hmm. the big nobody um arc right you know, with all like, arc. so we got a gathering of 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 the family. Well, a little family, you know, portrait. you're going to do a family portrait thing. So you know you got a little bit of that. It's obviously it's not going to go as smoothly as you know <laughs> Bruce would hope because Damien hates everyone and everyone hates Damien. Yeah. So we get that. And then the only other thing I'll say is um, there is a, a meeting of the Robins that's it's called. It's like who is gathering up these Robins and what what's the story? And so that's that's what's what's cool here. So we get to see that. And that's all I'm going to say about that. Great, so, so it's good. Um, um, Patrick Gleason, I really like his art, but there's just sometimes, you know, like 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 this this dude with the battering. It's like <laughs> like that the battering almost doesn't look like it'd be long enough to, you know. So, <laughs> oh, but but there's 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 times that
2: not be like bad bad. I mean, like that's that's not that's not a good thing. You shouldn't have a battering sticking out of your head. But the way,
1: I don't know if you can see it from here. Um, the way R- Jason Todd's mask looks. It's like it's almost like got ridges and stuff on there. Yeah, he
2: also looks like he has a huge head, but that might just be because I'm sitting this far away.
1: Uh, some people they said they liked the way it looked. I don't really like that because it's it's you know smoother in right. in his comics. It's so. like a
2: motorcycle helmet. How would you get Jason Todd to show up for a family portrait?
1: Well, no, um, well, not not a spoiler. He's he's not there in a family portrait. Oh, okay. I, I didn't yeah, notice that. Yeah, yeah, I guess I, I mean, miscounted. Yeah, I was like,
2: uh, doesn't Jason like hate
1: Bruce? Well uh, this the yeah that that it's kind of addressed about why is he not on this page here, so, well, because
2: he hates him, yeah like that that so, wouldn't make sense to have him there,
1: but and so that's the other thing when, when you're looking at all all the, them gathered here, they kind of look a little weird sometimes, you know? sure, and then it's like, okay, does that really look like Tim Drake, you know it's just right, so but I really like Patrick Gleason, but there's a couple times that it's just I don't know something's off a little bit, uh Green Lantern number ten, crazily, I have not read this yet it's it's really good
2: except for i have this stupid tiny little nitpicky issue and this is not this not, is not a big deal okay. this is not i do not read it if i were reviewing no this isn't even a spoiler it, it's it's you know if i were grading the comic i would not mark this down for it at one point in there like hal jordan basically gives sinestro an order and sinestro says okay now maybe it's just me i hear sinestro in my head as uh the tremendous actor david warner who's done a lot of great voice work and also a lot of great uh, uh, movies. He is the uh, the priest from The Exorcist. Um, if you're a Mystery Science Theater fan, he's in uh, Quest of the Delta Knights. He's John Irenicus in Baldur's Gate 2. Anyway, I, just, I don't picture Sinestro as ever saying the word, okay. <laughs> it just doesn't sound right to my ear. And I know this is like an insane thing to nitpick, but I think he would say, all right, or yes, or something like that. I don't know why, but just him saying, okay, kind of... Snapped me out of of what is otherwise an excellent issue.
1: <laughs> well, you know, I, I didn't read it, so I, I don't know. But yeah. I mean, the only thing I can think of is he he knows deep down that you know he he's relying on Hal. You know that's the reason why he comes sure. to Earth and he's like, "Come on, we need to go." And
2: it's not even just that he's following an order from Hal. It's just the word, the, the literally the sp- specific word, "Okay,"
1: <laughs> hmm.
2: that he uses. Um, and like I said, it's an insane nitpick, but for some reason, it just really snapped me out of the moment. <laughs>
1: Okay. Yeah. So I um I didn't. I got to read that.
2: Yeah, it's really good. It's a really great issue. Um, more. There's more stuff about the Indigo Tribe. Um, yeah. Uh,
1: it 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 was a really good issue. Yeah, because uh, I had I let I let it's funny when I say (laughs) that I let um, Matt review this issue because I've been Uh, I've reviewed probably like I guess all nine issues of that because I've said it before. You know, it's my favorite Green Lantern series of, yeah. um, and then followed by new guardians and yeah and then i'd say gl core and then then, then the other one <laughs> Yeah, you know. uh, G- gl core is
2: not great right now
1: but <laughs> better than red lanterns yes so yeah I, I didn't get to read that but um i think matt gave it a four yeah and then there's silk specter before watchmen oh. blown Silver. away i don't uh, know about you i was blown away
2: uh just uh, elaborate um, I think that the the writing was really solid. I think Darwin Cook characterized uh, Silk Specter as this kind of it, this is her like teen years, which we mm-hmm. we got a little glimpses of, of course, in Watchmen, uh, of of her kind of rebelling against her mother's wish for her to be the next Silk Specter, and we kind of get to see her like in high school, and it is not easy. It turns out having a a public a publicly outed costumed uh crime fighter for a mother.
1: And especially when she did those, those
2: <laughs> Yeah, she did certain, certain pictures. Questionable and... pictorials. Yeah. Um, but I just think, you know, like the the writing feels genuine to me. Maybe I'm I'm too far removed from high school, but um the the writing felt really genuine to me. The art by Amanda Connor was I think some of the best she's done mm-hmm. um ever. <laughs> mm-hmm uh, I think she did a spectacular job with it. And yeah, I think the book just came together really well. I was I was blown away by this in a way that Minutemen didn't. And I really enjoyed Minutemen, don't get me wrong. I thought it was a great opener, but I kind of was like, you know, I it's a the first issue, it doesn't need to blow me away, but this completely did.
1: Hmm. That's interesting, because um, I gave this a four. Okay. Um I love the art. So you hated was, it. No, I absolutely <laughs> love the art. I mean and and what I, what I when I reviewed it, I said, you know, the art in itself tells us that you can just look at the pictures mm-hmm. and know what's going on. And I actually think now, now that I think back to it when Sarah and I went to the Burbank off to DC's office and we, you know, we got to see all the first issues They're They're like in this big giant binder. And, you know, so they're in different stages. Like, you know, some of them were complete. Some of them, you know, they were like in different stages where you'd have like black and white with, with the text. And mm-hmm. then, then you'd have like the colored with, with no text. So I actually think the way it was organized is we had, just a textless colored version first. Interesting. So we just kind of flipped through and we're looking at this. And then we, there was a text version. So like, oh, and then you can see it. But then there's like, well, you we already know what, what happens here because mm-hmm. you, you can tell. So, I mean, like I said, the art is just phenomenal. I mean, yeah. I, I love, absolutely love Amanda Conner and just, just the expression she does. And it's great that, you know, she's, she's known, she kind of has a reputation for doing the more, um, how would you describe it, the more titillating yeah let's let's go with that let's let's call it what it is um, um no she
2: like she i remember wanted to make power girls boobs bigger when she yeah, drew
1: her. yeah so you know she's all and, and this is complete opposite i mean totally mm-hmm. innocent and everything and you know there's one scene where you know um, laurie even notices that you know she's not as well endowed as her mother is
2: which was such a cute scene yeah, that was like, so i love that that was such a teen moment again like i, I think not even as and you know obviously as boys we're not <laughs> thinking about that but you know it's like where you wish you were a little buffer or you mm-hmm. wish you were like trying to pump yourself up and Look a little bigger than you
1: are. <laughs> My, the reason why I gave this four is I, I felt some parts were cliche. It's like, a little. here she's in high school, like, hmm, what's going to happen? Oh, there's a school bully that's going to pick on her because that's what girls demean girls and all that. <laughs> but the, and then, it's uh,
2: sad, but true. I mean, you know, it becomes a cliche for yeah, a reason.
1: And then, oh, she's got a crush on a boy. And then, oh, what's going to happen? And so. <laughs>
2: Do you remember high school? It was kind of one cliche after another. I, I mean, I, I, <laughs>
1: I taught in there for long enough, so I kept seeing sure. that happening. I think I think. You and know, it's
2: the end of the world. And of course. And all these kids and freaking it out. It's just is. like,
1: uh, you're, you know, you're not even going to remember these people. I remember thinking that. <laughs> it's like, you know, you're going to leave high school. You're not even thinking about these people. And yep. you're not going to care. That, I have like That two boy friends. that broke your heart, you're going <laughs> to be like, who was, what was his name? And yeah. Johnny something. Yeah. And, so.
2: but I mean, I think in that that's why I, I agree with you. It is a cliche, but it's it's kind of like a cliche for a reason. Like I don't I don't think it would have been as good if she were popular or if she. Oh
1: no, no, I mean, I'm saying that. But it's just you know, seeing that it's there's there's value in absolutely seeing the way it all played out. But then I'm kind of looking at it. it's like I don't know if that really did anything for me for the character to say, okay, here she, she is in high school. She's having problems. She's doing this, and
2: well, and then there's the part the the, the I'll I'll just. Call it the fight scene, should mm-hmm. we say, because I don't yeah. want to give anything away. But yeah, I mean, that was, you know, that was interesting. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, it was good. For me, It's the art was phenomenal. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The art was just spectacular. Um, the Shade. Don't tell James. I did not read this yet. <laughs> tisk, tisk. Um, Sarah reviewed this. Uh, I, I enjoyed it. Uh,
2: again, I said at the beginning of the podcast, Fraser Irving's art. I wish he did more. God damn.
1: Fraser, I don't know if you listen to this, but do more art.
2: Oh, <laughs> he's, he's spectacular.
1: Uh, I hope you're not listening because <laughs> I kind of, I'm always Uh-oh. on the fence with, with, with his art. And you know, I, I think I meant, we, we mentioned that last week when, when, right. um, when James was here. When he did that Days Missing, and, and even when he did, um, I think he did like, I don't know if it was just one issue of, of um, Return of Bruce Wayne. But when you mm-hmm. when you see that that oh, like, yeah, yeah. like the creature thing is like what is it, like this teddy bear thing with this like fur coat or something? it's like what the heck is that and and you you kind of see so it's on like the some, other hand
2: he did as, as James mentioned he did Clarion on the witch boy for mm-hmm. seven soldiers which, but, uh, like, ah. like
1: this thing here is like the, the shape of a head sometimes and, Well, you know it's a it's it's a deity
2: it's not meant to be necessarily distinct
1: know. or clear I but I as I, I mentioned last last it. week i I've I, I don't know if it's necessary his his style has changed, but oh he also did there's a Batman and Robin issue or did he just um See, he just he he did he did the issue where, where um Bruce I'm pretty sure he did the issue where Bruce is like Batman Incorporated and all this stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And there's someone in the background who's like, Ugh! like this, it's like He doesn't I'll 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 give you that. He doesn't the round heads. He's not meant for normal stuff, but he does
2: great fantasy art. Like he does if you need something supernatural or something weird or something that that would benefit from say an early tim burton kind of look like beetlejuice or or edward scissorhands i could see like fraser irving second to none as far as i'm concerned but yeah no i would not put him on a batman book unless it was something like the return of bruce wayne where it was in the middle ages it was or not the middle ages but it was in like the 1800s it was meant to be kind of fantastical
1: you know i just realized it's like I, I should like so. Next is uh, Amazing Spider-Man. I didn't read this yet either. I was going really to. I, I I took this home. This and Green Lantern and a couple others. I, I
2: felt like there were three different occasions where they could have used a Deus Ex Machina and they didn't. I was so impressed by how well this plot came together and how well the story was told.
1: So I, I think what I got to do is, is take these digital codes and, yeah. <laughs> and download them so I can read them on the plane. Don't those
2: expire in like three days? It's, it's no, doing...
1: it, you have like a, a, a um, June fourteenth, two thousand thirteen. Thirteen. Okay. Yeah. So you, you have a year because yeah, I had a customer who was complaining
2: about that, and I I, must, I should have looked at it more closely because yeah, I didn't realize it was a whole year.
1: And mm-hmm. is your store in the the system? Yes. Okay. Two Cats Comic Book Store, three twenty West Portal Avenue. Yeah. So I guess <laughs> the way it works, and so people who are are anti. Um, digital because they're like I want to support the local, you know, yeah. my my store, and so it's like you guys get Place some, some sort of, you know, <laughs> they give you a kickback or something like that. Sure. For that's why why it's there. Um, what was the other thing I was going to say? There's something. Oh, and I, I I guess what it is is not everyone redeems the codes. Sure. I mean, I guess I, can some, see that. I, I guess yeah. If if you don't have an iPad, because you you can look at on your phone, and right. it's not that bad. When you do the guided viewing, you know, because you know you <laughs> see panel by panel, but um. Yeah, they they're because they're, when I I did that digital interview with with the people, I think they said that you know sometimes it's 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 um like like for Avengers versus X Men, like it's close to like ten percent redemption or something or a little less mm-hmm. than that. But then they're saying that 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 is like way higher than um uh DVD. Redemptions, You know, when you get the, the, the free digital movie. Right, right. Because, and the thing is that, because they, they make it like impossible. I don't even know well, how to, how yeah. to, how to do that. Which, there is
2: that. Well, it also takes up space on your hard drive. Yeah.
1: All this other stuff. Yeah. So I need to, which I need for video games. <laughs> I need to download that comic code. Because I don't want to, that's the great thing. And what I love about the, the, you know, the, the comics is, yeah, you know, I don't have to take carry all these things on the plane. Sure, no, I, I definitely I see the value
2: in it. It's just not something I personally ascribe to. Yeah, but I, but I see why someone would.
0: Yeah,
1: um, that's all I read. So I'm just gonna kind of skim through. So we've got Mind the Gap number two. I love the first yeah, issue, read. James McCann. Um, there, the, the, this issue was actually recalled, so, I, so I, I'm not actually holding it in my hand right now. I don't flip through <laughs> the pages, but yeah, apparently there there is a, a printing error or something like that. Maybe it
2: was only across a certain number, but they just need to recall it. No, exactly,
1: because um, I, I guess, like, so stores that received them from Di- were supposed to send them back to Diamond, like rip the cover off or something, send them back. Yeah. And I guess, like, some stores are, are a lot, most of, like, the East Coast where it didn't even receive it because, I guess, they caught it in time or whatever. So hmm. um, if you went to your comic store and didn't, didn't see it, it, it's right away, you know, it's, it's just they were pulled from the shelves. But yeah. you definitely do want to see that, you know, get the first issue if you haven't. Um, there's also Planetoid. Um, new issue, new series from this number one. New series from Image. Um, I, I did not get a chance to read this. Me either. Um, so this is
2: yeah. I did, I did not really do my due diligence, unfortunately, for uh, indie books yeah. this
1: week. Uh, so we got Incredible Hulk, which I didn't read that yet. Yeah, X Men Legacy, Superboy. Did you read that? New. No, I've I've I have since surrendered on Superboy because <laughs> someone asked about that. Um, who's doing the art here? Um, Sebastian Fiumara. I actually like. Like the art more here, because um, I haven't been completely crazy about it. But it looks like we're getting some um Superboy and, and Wonder Girl oh my. interaction because it's like you know, are they going to like each other? Because they maybe you know, got the stuff. <laughs> it's kind of expected. <laughs> yeah, but then there's also like, there, there it seemed like there was hints at Tim Drake and Wonder Girl like, <gasps> in the early issues.
2: A of, love of, triangle in triangle.
1: comic books. Yeah. <laughs> so I'll have to maybe check that out later. Wait um got invincible so, so behind good. and that's the thing i i keep buying this even though i'm so incredibly behind i was i was getting the, buying the issue so norm could read them ah. and now he's he doesn't even Where cool are me. you norm? I guess norm has been, been traveling a lot for his Yeah, he was his, I know he hours, was at E3. So, yeah. He was I, on that other podcast. And i i think he was um I think he he was just at somewhere else too like just this week. Hmm. Um i saw like him and Joey like took some pictures on Instagram or something like ah, that. I miss Joey. Yeah, <laughs> me too. Um, Fantastic Four,
2: but no, I'm, oh. r- I'm sorry. Real quick, Invincible. I absolutely recommend it. is It still remains probably the best super, superhero book on the shelf. Um, I love it. Ryan Otley still knocking it out of the park. His art, his style has evolved so much over the last several years. The story continues to be amazing. Uh, twists and turns. I cannot believe that series still feels so fresh after mm-hmm. almost. A, what, what are we on? Ninety something? Eighty something?
1: Ninety two. Ninety two issues, and that series still feels fresh. <laughs> Okay, then we got Fantastic Four, so they're traveling to Wakanda, and you hey. got Black Panther and Storm there. So it's like, when does this take place? <laughs> um, I guess the the marriage weathers AVX or does it? I, <laughs> yeah. So Sarah loved that; she reviewed that. It's great. Um, Captain American, Hawkeye. I, have, <sighs> yeah. I I haven't been able to get into this book. I didn't like this this this. this I think this is like the what part three? Does it say three here? or four? I think. Um, I didn't really like this this arc. This
2: one specifically, or oh, okay, the whole thing.
1: Well, I mean, because I loved Captain American Bucky, right? And especially because James Asmus kind of was like taking over, and Francesco Francavia was doing it. Then they switched it, so now it's Captain American and Hawkeye. And then I think they're going to do Captain American someone else after that. It's like uh, I don't know. Um, X Men Legacy. Oh, Spider Man. Spider Man. Hey. I, I read this two weeks ago. It's like it's <laughs> it's crazy. Marvel. Gave you know an early look it an at advanced it, advanced copy. Yeah, um so it was weird. It came out like two weeks before it issues. I can't like, believe so we all forgot to talk about. It. You want to do that? We're probably like, what? What about Spider Man? And and the interesting <laughs> thing, which I haven't checked, this has some of the, the AR, the augmented reality. Mm-hmm. So I have not actually checked that out. You know what else it has? Spider Man S- store specific variants. Oh yeah,
2: yeah. There's a um, if you bought a certain number of them, they will like send you. It's a uh, it's an image. I think it's Mark Bagley on this particular cover of of Amazing and Ultimate Spider Man, kind of like facing each other in these dynamic poses. And there's a billboard in the background, and they will put your comic book store logo on that billboard. Hmm, and then great. on the back of it, it says like "Swing into your local comic book store," and then it's because they have for a store they
1: have one thousand copies.
2: Yeah, and it's an Umberto Ramos cover, and it's yeah, it, it's kind of really awesome actually, mm-hmm. and like this very like geeky like.
0: It's my store. Yeah, that's cool.
2: <laughs> so, yeah.
1: So, you guys got that?
2: Yeah, cool. we absolutely got that. And it has been selling really well. Uh, and also, it's a really good book. So,
1: Are you selling right. it at a higher... Yep. Yeah. Are you selling a cover price? <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's, that's cool. Yeah. Um, Mighty Thor 15. I don't even know what's going on. I don't either. <laughs> it's like, I don't even know what's going on in that cover. I love Matt Fraction, but I, I could not keep up with this book yeah. for whatever reason. Um, <laughs> and we got... Uh, what is it what what is it even called versus oh it's called avx versus that's what that's what it's called on diamonds solicitation but it's like avx so you got the v in there ready it is avengers versus x-men versus it
2: is the most confusing book on the show (laughs) because avengers versus x-men has a big avx on the cover and then avx versus has avengers versus x-men on the cover
0: yeah
1: anyway this was great really Oh, yeah. I totally didn't read this. I'm just like... Oh.
2: I loved it. It's actually... And this is a little depressing because it's only the one shot, but this is one of the best things Jeff Loeb has written in a really long time.
1: Thing versus classes.
2: Yeah, it's a really good fight. <laughs> I might have to check that out. I mean, yeah, this is a great popcorn book. Like, the the intro, like, the little thing at the beginning even says, like, don't come here for plot or character development or... Yeah. Any, this is to see two heroes throw down.
1: Right. And maybe.
2: throw down they do.
1: Maybe I'll redeem this code, too. Check that out. <laughs> um... What Was I going to say? I mean, because that—that's been my my problem with uh, Avengers versus X Men. The main series is, we're, there's just so many like fights, fight, fight, but we're not even yeah. seeing the fight. So it's just like, what's the point? That was what this book is and, is meant to fill but in. It is, it's and they just don't don't follow closely enough. Uh, I don't. I don't know. It just yeah.
2: The continuity is kind of weird. Like you'll see someone who got defeated then be kind of up and around in the next issue of Avengers versus X Men. It's it's not. It's just a really fun book. That's kind of what, why I, I still read it. Like, it. It may not feed perfectly into the continuity, but it's a really fun book.
1: How's, how's it selling? For you guys, oh, yeah. really well, actually. So that, that's the thing, because it, it's the sales are doing great. It's it's huge for Marvel, but mm-hmm. I, I, at least on Comic Vine, people are just like hating on it. There's just like Ugh.
2: AVX versus or Avengers
1: versus X. Avengers just uh, in general, Avengers right. X. Okay, um,
2: but it, it's I, I, you know I think it was dragging until last
1: issue. Last well, yeah, issue was, like, exactly. Finally, um, something happens. Um, I will say I read issue six <gasps> about next week. How is and it? It's, Can you say? Um, it's it's is it embargoed? it's it's interesting. I don't know. I. Don't know if I. I don't even know if I should say that I read it, but okay. I read it, so it's out there. Um, it it's it's good. Um, okay, great. I, I see, that's the thing. I gave because I reviewed last issue, issue five, and I think I gave it a three, if I remember. Mm-hmm. And then there's some people like it's like, "Oh, you're too generous."
0: Okay. Jeez. But it's like <laughs> it's, it's,
1: it's a three. I mean, it was it was okay. And um, what I because I, I love the first issue. I gave the first issue a five, and I got flack for that. That right. I gave it too much. And then. I don't know if I read. You should stuff. just have one or five. The book is either a one or a five. Just, I don't know. Um, <laughs> and again, the whole thing because you know I keep saying people they comment. I guess when they look at our, our reviews in general, you know, a lot of them are fours and fives. Mm-hmm. And again, that's because we're reviewing a lot of the good books. Right. You know, we're reviewing Batman number ten. I kind of Bat- feel
2: like comic books are a little bit awesome right now. Yeah,
1: <laughs> and I mean that's the thing because like if I I try to review. Like at least like eight or nine. I want to get to ten on a Wednesday, but I don't know if I, I can do that. That's I I get tired you know, after it. But I try to do like a, at least eight. If if I'm only reviewing eight books out of thirty, mm-hmm. I'm not going to take like a completely horrible or miserable book. Right. Take you know put that in the slot and say okay I'm going to review this book. That's re-. there. There is a reason to review bad books. Sure. Because people need to know it's a bad. book. like the um, the last issue of Superman that I reviewed, I gave it a two because. You know, it had some, some good moments. You know, I, I like that there's sort of like a classic-y feel and, you know, the art I, I liked. But it's just, it wasn't good. Enough. I mean, I felt it right. deserves, deserves better. And so, I you know, I took the time to review that. But, like, I think the issue, I don't know if I reviewed the issue before that. You know, so there's, a, the question is, like, if you know it's a bad book, I don't want to review it because I, I can only review so many books. And, you know, and there's the books that people want to review. Right. So... I mean, that's why a lot of our reviews have high scores, because we're reviewing the books that we want to read and we that we know are good. And so it's just, it's just a weird thing is because, you know, there's only the three of us reviewing and there's only so many we can re- review. And right. so I don't know. But um, the last one I have here, I think if there's anything else downstairs as uh, Avengers. I didn't read this
2: really interesting uh huge huge plot development um really yeah with uh, revolving around novar as you may have guessed from the cover
1: yeah my problem and i may get some flack for this oh i'm i don't know about um walter simonson you, you're here.
2: gonna get some flack from gail simone apparently no, been... <laughs> I've,
1: I've, we had a our little twitter war before <laughs> um i mean i because I, I totally dug him, like when he was on thor mm mm-hmm. And you know, I, I respect everything, but there's just I don't it's just I don't know if his style has changed, but it, it's just it just kinda bothers. Sometimes
2: art sometimes art and artists just don't age well. Like that's yeah. a sad truth. Like I mean you it's you know, I know we pick on him a lot and I actually think he's gotten a lot better over the last few years, but you look at Howard Chaikin and, and his art from the eighties is amazing. Hmm. It's fluid, it's dynamic, it's 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 got this great gosh wiz gee whiz gosh gosh all art to it, or like style to it even his way more serious stuff which he used to do some adult comic books <laughs> um, but yeah it, it looked really good and yeah like then sometime in the the early to mid aughts it just kind of started it just looked bad like the the proportions were off the action looked static but now i think it's actually getting a lot better because they kind of put him on throwback stuff like avengers 1959 and yeah. stuff that's that's sort of it takes place in, like, the 50s or so, and so it, having it look old-fashioned is, is like having, you know, sepia-toned mm-hmm. flashbacks. Um, so, yeah, I, I think sometimes artists just can whiff it, and they're still classics. You know, it doesn't it doesn't devalue the work that he did on Thor, certainly, yeah. like in, in uh, Simonson's case. But, yeah, I think, I think like, just having a knee-jerk reaction of liking an artist just because they've been around for a while is, is not healthy for
1: the industry. Mm-hmm. So that's all the comics for this week. But like I said, I, I know there's – I'm trying to think what else. Whew. Yeah, there's got to be something else, but my goodness. <laughs> yeah. Um, so as far as news, uh, there are some new Dread images were released this week. So. The more
2: I see of that movie, the more I like. Yeah. And uh, the more I'm going to be really disappointed when it flops.
1: <laughs> well, I, I, I don't know. I mean, well, I guess we'll see. I mean, hopefully it won't. I, mean, I, I hope
2: it doesn't. Obviously, I would love for that to do well, but it's it's going to be rated R. It's going to be a sci-fi movie, and Prometheus true. is the exception to the rule because usually R-rated sci-fi
1: does terribly. <laughs> um, maybe we should talk briefly about Prometheus. Should we? <laughs> yeah, well, No, we, I guess we can because there's... Um, without Del... I mean, okay, so with because of Ridley Scott there is rumors like oh is this uh, tying to aliens is it a prequel is it this or that so i mean the aliens are in comics so there there's, right. there's our, our hook so we can talk about <laughs> we can talk about Prometheus I, I, I don't I do, I do not want to get into the specifics of it cuz you know, I don't there, either cuz i haven't seen it oh you haven't <laughs> no i haven't seen oh, it then i well i guess it'll be a short discussion right. and it's a good thing Sarah's not here because then it would probably be a really long discussion cause <laughs> she she loved the movie i liked the movie i really liked the movie it has I, been super polarizing so, the, the whole thing is, yeah, there's, there's people that absolutely love it, and there's people that, that didn't like it. And Just then,
2: about everyone I know. Like, I know Matt uh, Elfring. Loved it. Loved yeah, yeah. a lot of it. But I know uh, Tycho over on Penny Arcade. Absolutely hated it.
1: So, <laughs> what, it, what has, has come out? There's This dude wrote this really in-depth like analysis. Like, tying in all like, the symbolism and all the meaning. And, and like basically, the connection. Like, okay, here's, here's a movie. This is what was happening and why it was happening. When when you read that, you know because there there are some things you know I, I caught some of the things but then after reading this article and seeing this other all other all stuff it's like oh okay that makes sense that makes sense that's that's cool and all that so it's it's almost I've I've heard people saying like after reading that it makes a movie really great yeah but I'm saying if you see you shouldn't have to read something in order to understand a movie
2: i absolutely agree and that's actually why i have a lot of problems with grant morrison sometimes
1: because yeah, there's there's a that's a that's a major shortcoming of the movie because there's there's things that whether it was, it was a matter of time you know things were were cut out of the movie if you if you and again i don't know how accurate this this guy's thesis or whatever you want to call it is but i mean there, there's a lot of huge ideas and, and themes here that just aren't completely obvious so so you almost have the argument where oh if you're not smart enough you're not going to like the movie because yeah. you didn't understand you know all this this huge major you know but it's like that's ridiculous because you know it, it shouldn't be that way So
2: there's a difference between it between intelligence and knowledge yeah
1: <laughs> like i can
2: you know read 150 books on religious symbolism that doesn't necessarily make me a smart
1: person it just makes me well read <laughs> yeah so because of that i mean i that's why I say, I mean, it was a good movie. I enjoyed it for what it was, I mean, everything was, was cool and everything after reading what was really going on and all that stuff like that. It's like, yeah, that's really cool. But I just don't like that you had to read it. The- so it's almost like you got to watch the movie, then you got to read all the stuff and then you got to watch the movie again. Because you you can't read it before watching because it ruins right. ruins everything.
2: If you're right about there being a lot left on the cutting room floor, then as always, I'm sure
1: the director's cut will be amazing. Yeah,
2: like Ridley Scott is kind of the master of the amazing director's cut.
1: Yeah, I just um, I don't and I've you know I've always felt from from the beginning before the movie was even when they started releasing trailers, everyone's like like oh Prometheus you know they're all excited it's like oh this is gonna be so cool and all this stuff. it's like you don't even know what the movie's about because the trailers don't say say right. anything. So it it it's almost felt like. And I'll, I'll just go right out and say it. I mean, it almost felt like it was a cool thing to do to say how cool the movie looked and sure. it was going to be. No, and, I'll, I'll agree with that. And I almost feel like that's what a lot of people are saying. It's like, oh, this is such a brilliant movie. It's, it's so, you know, this and that and everything. But it's like, it really wasn't if you have to read all this stuff before or, you know, after watching a movie to, in sure. order to appreciate the movie. So sure. that, that's, that's my problem with it is it was a really good movie. There, there's crazy things that were, were going on and happening supposedly, but... I just think that the fact that you had to read it was a, a shortcoming. Mm-hmm. So, there's our Prometheus talk. There we go. <laughs> you're
2: listening to the screencast.
1: Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, like I said, there's there's if 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 it's tied to aliens, <laughs> then you're got that because Dark. I don't know if there's been any aliens comics lately, but Dark Horse used to do all those.
2: Uh, Sam Keith came out with one recently in the Dark Horse Presents.
1: Yeah. Okay. Um, and but going back to to Dread, which is yes. I keep wanting to call it Judge Dread. Um, <laughs> they don't. Yeah. They don't want you to remember that movie from the '90s. But I, I think it's great, and I really hope they still stick to it. Where you know Carl Urban's not going to take the helmet off. They have of said that that he will not take the helmet off. Yeah, and it, which it, is yeah, that's the point. <laughs> it's funny when you look back at like the very first appearance of Judge Dredd, He was kind of a scrawny guy. Yeah, he was. So it, it's 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 funny because yeah, yeah, if
2: you read like the the black and white ones or like the Dredd versus Death
1: for the first time, mm-hmm. which.
2: Uh, holds up remarkably well actually the judge dread versus judge death the first
1: appearance yeah yeah cuz i i i read a, a bit of you know judge dread like in the late 80s and 90s sure. and cuz i even i still have this model that i built of judge dread awesome. it, 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 it was you know it's a figure i i i instagrammed a picture recently cuz i still have it it's out the tip of his gun broke oh. but i mean it was there was oh, i mean we it all was, know how painful it that was a be. figure you know about maybe Five six inches, mm-hmm. um, and you just had to like glue pieces in and then paint it. So I was really proud of the work I did on that, and I still have it. And I made it in 1993. Wow! Because I smartly I put the date on the bottom, like when <laughs> nice. when I, I made it. So that's cool. So I, I'm excited that the movie is coming out.
2: Tonight. I'm I'm really stoked for that movie. Like the, the stuff that I've seen from it looks good. I think Carl uh, Urban is great. I love. He's in so much sci fi stuff. I love it. Uh, he's like a sci fi jack of all trades.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so I will put this out. Maybe people can comment on this. Um, you know, I know a lot of people are saying, are we going to see more three minute experts? And, and, you know, mm. as I've said, I'd absolutely love to do more. It's just a matter of the resources and, you know, making it happen. And, and, you know, and maybe we will, maybe we won't, you know, I'm, I'm doing what I can to make that happen. But it's like, I'm, I'm curious, would there be interest in a judge dread three minute expert? Yes. And, I'm and, gonna say. <laughs> and, the th- and the other thing is like, is, is there enough to do with three, you know, he's a judge, jury and executioner. That's Judge Dredd.
2: There's you know you got the whole the whole Mega block City Wars, um, the the you know the 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 annihilation of one of the mega cities. The whole the whole Dark Judges.
1: Yeah, but the, that the necessary thing is, like, is there too much to?
2: Right, I something. would actually say that would be the <clears throat> the problem. And I mean, we're probably not going to get the Dark Judges in uh, not the first yeah. movie because that would be like putting Parallax in the first Green Lantern movie,
1: and no one would be that insane. No. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, I'd, I'd absolutely love to do a Judge Dredd three minute and. Maybe we'll make that happen. I mean, it's, and if people are like, "Yeah, that'd be cool," then we'll see. Um, so, Ultimate Spider-Man, the animated series. So, I think like Ultimate X-Men came out this week. The yeah, it, it did. Yeah, it totally Sarah's did. got that comic. She reviewed it. It.
0: it she's it's a stinker.
1: Good.
2: I I thought it was good.
1: Sarah's a stinker. She's got oh, it. Oh, Sarah's a stinker. Yeah, um, she's a stinker. Yes, she's, she is. I don't know cause I, I she had um, Shade and Fantasy Four and X Force on her desk, and I didn't see. Ultimate X Men. Anyway, I, so. uh,
2: short version, good. Okay. Uh, long version, good. I think
1: I think Sarah gave it a four. Yeah,
2: that, that's about right. Um, it, it it gets it gets back to the underground mutant resistance movement, which yeah. I think is a vastly more interesting story than what's going on with Pietro.
1: That, that's the thing. There's just too many different stories going on.
2: Also, the revelation from the last issue was I think it was supposed to be dramatic, but the way that that one of the characters who's revealed was dressed was one of the most comical things I have ever seen. It was impossible Hmm. to take serious. He was like wearing earmuffs for God's sake. Mm -hmm.
1: (laughs) So the animated um, Ultimate Spider-Man series, so it got renewed for a second season, but what came out is um, Wolverine is going to appear. I think it's this Sunday's episode. And he is voiced by Steve Bloom. Of course. Who Steve was, Bloom is Wolverine. Yeah, so he was on Wolverine and the X Men.
2: Like I believe Nolan North is Deadpool now.
1: Um, I think so. He, he
2: was him in Ultimate in uh, Shattered Dimensions and MVC 3. I think,
1: wasn't he in Hulk versus. Yes. He Hulk, was in or Hulk Wolverine versus, versus Hulk or whatever. Hulk yeah, versus yeah. Wolverine. Um, yeah. He was great in that. Uh, yeah. He
2: only wasn't in Ultimate Alliance 2, which I was a little disappointed by, but I don't think he'd become the character yet. Or, Yes. On contract.
1: So we have a like a behind the scenes um, Ultimate Spider-Man clip trailer feature on on our site where you can see Steve Bloom talking about
2: Steve Bloom. If you don't know, is the voice of Spike from Cowboy Bebop and also everyone. Yeah, he has a ton of voices.
1: And what's interesting about the episode, it's going to be like in the the story in Ultimate Spider-Man comic where um, Wolverine and Spider-Man switch bodies somehow. <laughs> so you're going to have all those <laughs> crazy a- shenanigans of you know.
2: That was the one where didn't Bendis actually appear in the comic after like remember. the second issue, like strangling his editor or something, like, I don't know. and going like, "This storyline is ending. This is so I can't do this for six issues."
1: um DC confirmed to cancel comics for the, the next wave. The, the, the there is nothing out. shocking about this list. So yeah, so Justice League International i mean that's kind of surprising that i'm no i mean they they could have done all things surprised. you know you get a different cast you get a you know maybe a different creative team but it's just like you know i i don't know the
2: moment batman was on that team i knew the book was in trouble from the word go because he did not he does not belong on that team
1: no but that was the weird thing is he was because i i i stopped i i didn't read some issues but it's like he was kind of there like kind of helping booster yeah it's like, it's like yeah you just got to know how to work with guy and isn't that
2: i don't know i kind of feel like that was almost a cop like a
1: bigger cop-out <laughs> but but then the thing is in that um in justice league might have been eight uh or they're talking to steve trevor yeah and and batman's like you got to do you got to put a stop to them or we will mm-hmm. so it's, it's like he, batman was like so anti-justice league international but it's like wait a minute you were actually working with them but people oh. weren't supposed to know that so it's like Did you really not like him, or is this an act that you're saying that you want to shut them down, but you're really supporting? So that was a little confusing. Um, So yeah, so Justice League International captain Adam, which unfortunately, I love J T. Kroll. I love um, Freddie Williams Mm -hmm. the third, captain the character. I I don't know. So that's he's just not
2: that interesting, unfortunately. Yeah.
1: Um. Yeah. So hopefully the two of them will move on to something else. I mean. Yeah. Absolutely. Resurrection Man. I. I don't think I read beyond first issue. Again, not a shock. Yeah. I mean, it's It's just. Uh, I don't. I couldn't even tell you who was working on that book, but it's just the character. Oh, it was. Um, oh crap! It was actually someone.
2: It was a really recognizable name. Um,
1: I couldn't call it up, but yeah. Yeah. So um, I just wasn't reading, it. and then Voodoo, which oh,
2: that's unfortunate. Yeah, I mean, Red Lantern, soldiers on. <laughs>
1: yeah. So we'll see. So sorry, Josh Williamson. Yeah. That's, that's... And, it, and it's just weird with like you, you know they're going to put out zero issues. It's like. It's not like kind of like twisting the knife. It's like, yeah. It's like this issue, this series is gonna be canceled. But here, here's an ish, extra issue. Um, Are,
2: aren't they gonna like sort of explore the origins? Isn't that the whole?
1: Yeah, they're kind of gonna go back. With, so you know, when they appear in another, if they appear,
2: when and if they appear in another book, you can be like, oh well, now I know a little bit more about that character.
1: Well, I guess um, I think Rob Liefeld said something about it, but sort of DC Universe presents issue zero or something like that. Hmm. There's supposed to be like like a hawk and dove. Oh, okay. Story in there, and there's um someone else who else was canceled in the last, I think OMAC might have yeah. something or something like that. There, there's like, there's a couple characters who whose books were canceled are going to be in that one also. So it's like, that's, that's kind of interesting. It's yeah. like, here's these books that didn't sell, but you're going to try to sell another book with these characters that didn't sell, but it's, it's good for those who were buying it and you know, whatever. Sure. You know, it's,
2: you know, do a little something for your fans.
1: But then on the other hand, it's like, okay, so this is supposed to be the origins, but it's like justice league number zero. <laughs> it's like uh, don't we kind of already see their origins it's Like just what? Gonna,
2: it's just going to be a reprinting of number one yeah and even like action <laughs> comics you
1: know we we kind of seen that when there was that, that flashback issue where sure. know, so it'll be interesting um, but of course what's going to be in Batman Zero <gasps>
0: that's
1: that's that's the one I, if anything that's what I'm looking forward to I mean no surprise
0: yeah
1: um, they had some interviews on a site so I, I ran an interview with, with Nate Cosby over Cowboy so I absolutely love that that series mm-hmm. um chris Eliopoulos and little 10 year old bounty hunter so, <laughs> so look for that book from archaea it's it's, it's a beautiful book it's not about a boy who is a cow yeah <laughs> um so it, i mentioned a scott snyder interview um he also talked a little bit about talon so yes talon's coming out scott snyder
2: is all over our website
1: yeah yeah <laughs> if you look at the promos it's like batman, <laughs> batman batman scott snyder and so again what scott wants to clarify is he is not writing talon um, James yeah. Tinian the fourth, who's brilliantly writing the backup stories in Batman with um, Alfred's dad and all that.
2: Right. Those are great. <laughs> we didn't even talk about that.
1: <laughs> yeah. I totally forgot. <laughs> um, I guess we won't talk about it now since we're right. not in a spoiler section. Right. Um, so yeah, James is going to be writing it with Scott co-plotting it. And so the idea is he, it's this Talon who has escaped from the court of owls. And you know, that's, that's kind of the, the premise. He's like the only one to escape so I asked Scott like this qu- one question and it turned into like a six minute answer. <laughs> I was like, so is this sort of like Jason Bourne? You know, here's this, nice. this, this, this character told, you know, trained to be this, this super soldier and is on, on a run from this organization that, you know, wants to get their hands back on them. And he's like, you know, I I never really thought about that until you you asked that. <laughs> but he's like, I can kind of see how maybe the, the DNA of that is there. That that's what he he said. But <laughs> he's but the main difference is with Jason Bourne, he didn't know what he did in the past. He didn't know where he came from and all that stuff like that. But with Calvin Rose, which is the character's name, he absolutely Brighton knows name. everything. And he was an escape artist at the circus. Right. So then he's like, that's why he would be a perfect assassin. You know, because he can break into anyone's house or he can get out. You know, he can escape from anyone. So it's basically supposed to be about this dude, he was a talent, he was trained, but he, he escaped from them and the, the court of owls is not happy. So the, the court still exists. They're going to be, and it's supposed to like explore like different parts of the DC universe and, you know, or, right. or earth. So.
2: Well, they even confirm in Batman that the court is is still a thing.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so I think it sounds cool. So a lot of people are saying, well, I don't like the costume. Um, I don't, the only thing I think of I'm is one of them <laughs> is you know because issue zero, who knows if he's going to actually use that costume?
2: Right sure, now. it's not, it's not bad. It just looks a little goofy. I think the I think it's the the collar, if you want to call it that.
1: But that cover is not as, as ridiculous as Catwoman number zero. Oh God, what's that? Oh man, it, it's, it's she's kind of looking up. Does Sarah have a problem with Catwoman? Everyone has Hasn't <laughs> okay, <everyone, her>, Sarah <laughs> Sarah did have a problem with this, but everyone had a problem with this. I mean, it was. Like the other day, everyone was like talking about it because you got her butt sticking out oh, and her geez. chest sticking out. Oh boy. And then the Wonderful. way she's looking up, it's, I, I, I just described it like oh, someone my. stepped on her. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's <laughs> just, the proportions are just insane. I mean, it's, it's, it's insulting to the character. And, is, it, is it going
2: to be on that website that, that makes fun of like the anatomy when, when a female superhero is like showing off her boobs and her butt at the same well, time? Well, it's, it's so not, not it's, it's
1: not even that. I mean, it, it's, it's worse than that, you know, oof. broke back. Oh. You know? <laughs> But it's just it's it's a horrible cover Right. Um, so maybe they'll, they'll change that <laughs> um this week uh, superman versus the elite came out on blu-ray dvd core blimey um superman says wanker
2: yeah <laughs> does he really
1: yeah because you know right um, uh manchester Sold. black you know so that Red. he's like oh not bad for a wanker huh <laughs> you know because that's how he's referred to so joe kelly wrote the amazing story um so it what's it who cares about truth justice and american way anyways right. or something like that and it, it it's it's a great story because it basically looks into heroes capture the villains they go to jail then they break out and then they cause more harm so it's, right. it's like should heroes take a more extreme approach and it's it's interesting it's like you know the united nations where they're actually like kind of saying yeah they should where you know most of the time it's like you know there's always a fear that you know, heroes don't have the right to take laws the law into their right. own hands. So. Well, and there
2: was the whole the Amazing Justice Lords arc in uh, Justice League Limited.
1: Yeah, so I mean, it, it's it's a great story. The only problem is the art eh, kind of falls short a little. Mm. You know, sometimes, but it's it's not bad. I mean, the art's not that bad. it, it is I'm sorry, was, are you
2: talking about the book or the? I'm
1: talking about the, the movie. The movie. Okay. Yeah, so it's it's a, it's a good movie, and, and just. Looking, dealing with with that situation, you know, because Superman doesn't kill, but right, you know, maybe things have to have to change, and yeah. so he gets a little hardcore.
2: Maybe he should kill Doomsday, like yeah. <laughs> this creature that barely is even aware of
1: itself. Yeah, so, so it's it's a good good movie. And then there's a, a little sneak peek on The Dark Knight Returns, <gasps> and and some other stuff. I forget what else is the other features. I mean, but yeah, just looking into the question, and there's commentary with Joe Kelly and all that. So cool, it's definitely worth picking up. Um, Sideshow Collectible gave us a sneak peek at some of the stuff they're going to have at San Diego. So, um, they gave us a little tease of like Dark Knight figure is that like one fourth scale. Um, there's going to be like a, um, what do you call it? Like one to two, one scale of Catwoman. So mm-hmm. it's like, that's going to be insane. It's like three feet tall. I can't even imagine huh. how much that's going to cost. Yeah. No kidding. Um,
2: Sideshow is just number one. I, I'm at a loss for words. They're such amazing collectibles.
1: Yeah. I mean, I, I think that the video, the booth tour that we did last year was like our highest viewed San Diego Comic-Con video.
2: Sideshow is, is I think the only distributor or at least one of them where you actually have to apply to become a customer of
1: theirs. Like you have to go through this like
2: whole process of for becoming one of their clients. It's they're So, and there's a reason because they're so quality. They're so yeah. great.
1: Yeah, I have a few pieces. I have the Captain America, um, the First Avenger. Mm-hmm. I have a GI Joe Hawk. Nice. And then I have some Star, a few Star Troopers like Clone <laughs> Troopers and yeah, that. yeah. So yeah, the Star yeah. Wars stuff is is second to none. <laughs> yeah. So those those are cool. So and then they're gonna have like this Galactus like statue, just crazy Hawkeye. Awesome. And so yeah,
2: yeah, I've seen that Hawkeye statue. That looks gorgeous.
1: Yeah. So it's just whoa. So you I you, I. It's dangerous to go. It's like you'd want to buy everything, right?
2: But they're all also they're really expensive. <laughs> yeah,
1: and they uh, they also announced this week um the Black Widow like Hot Toys um yeah. figure. It's like an Avengers line. So that that's almost creepy. Like you know it kind of you know, looks a lot like Scarlett Johansson. The eyes right. to me seem a little weird. But... Didn't they also announce
2: Danny Moonstar for Marvel Legends.
1: Wait, what? What? Didn't they also announce Danny
2: Moonstar for Marvel uh, Legends? I know it's kinda I don't know
1: a tangent, I, but... didn't, I didn't see that. <laughs> so um they had cool things from Sideshow. Yeah. Um RoboCop. I guess Hugh Laurie is going to be the villain. Oh hey, God, though? are they
2: actually remaking it? I thought yeah. that I thought that it stalled out.
1: Oh no, I think it's still, still I think going. It I forget who else is involved with that. Not Sam Jackson, is he
2: doing anything? Please tell me that Sam. Ja- okay, if Sam Jackson is Robocop, he is I am not RoboCop. Back on
1: board. he's not Robocop. He's not Robo. Who is Robocop? I forget who. Ro- Jeez, I, yeah, <laughs> but um, yeah, I, this week they said Hugh Laurie, and I, okay, he might be the villain, which as, as like the the main. I don't know. Or the, I, like the honestly, water. I I didn't read that article. I saw the headline and that was Fair <laughs> deal. Just trying to this morning was was crazy. I'm trying to two meetings this morning and trying to I I gotta read more comics and, right. and get all these notes, get all these questions. Thanks for your questions, everyone, but hey. we'll get to them. Um next week is Lego Batman two. Okay. So it comes out on Tuesday, and I'm still debating now. It's like I want to pre order it, but <laughs> I'm not going to be home next Tuesday because I'm going to be on vacation. If there's,
2: if there's a good enough bonus, I don't see why not if you're planning on getting it anyway.
1: I think Amazon had one. I saw something where he's like, you got like some credit and you can get like some some DLC stuff or something like that.
2: Hmm. I always like when Amazon gives me free money yeah. for buying a video game or for whatever. It's so. like, you buy, pre-order this game and we'll give you $10 in Amazon credit. Like, what?
1: Yeah, Thanks. I, I think it was something like that. Thanks, guys. <laughs> yeah. So I, I might just have to get that even though I won't be home to play it. Um, and then there is an update on uh, another Marvel animated series. that I don't know if they specify when it's coming out. Hulk and the Agents of Smash. Ooh. S period, M period, A period, oh, S God. period, uh, H period. Okay. So it's going to be I Hulk, like Red Hulk, Scar, She-Hulk, and A-Bomb. <gasps> I can't stand that name.
2: No, I can't either. It's a terrible name. It sounds like a late 90s hero. <laughs> Rick,
1: Rick Jones. like, What's going on with you? So, um yeah, we'll have to see when when that's going to happen, which I, I just I don't know, I think it's gonna be a little ridiculous, but maybe it'll work. We talked about injustice last week, right? Uh, I think so, okay, yeah, so I'm waiting to find out see if get more character reveals because yeah, the thing Apparently you have to think one about, of them
2: will not be Hawkman
1: <laughs> well, um, and that that's the thing with James how hes he said last week that he can't he kind of can't use characters that have a counterpart, mm-hmm. so it means in you know people were asking about the crime syndicate. So, obviously, we can't have Owlman now, or he right. can't have Owlman in Earth 2. Right. So, um, what was I going to say? Uh, I don't know. I derailed you. You did. Um, <laughs> I don't remember. Oh, well. Um, It wasn't about Hulk and the Agents of Smash. I don't know. <laughs> Anyways, so uh, let's do some questions. So, Burgess Samuel says... What up, Burgess? Do you... That's, I think, is his last name. Maybe. What up, Samuel? Samuel Burgess. Burgess Samuel. Do you still buy Arkham City Endgame? So that's a digital first. Is it good? Um Yeah, so that that, that picks up after Arkham City and, and you know saying, is, is
2: this different from Arkham Unhinged?
1: Yeah. So th- this this literally takes place like right. It's it's supposed to lead up to Harley Quinn's Revenge. Gotcha. It's supposed to be like like the 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 gap between there. Um my only problem with it is is this I don't know if I showed you where um you can see Batman's eyes. So he's he's got a mask where you know you can see you can see them in the game, uh, but you know because usually <laughs> you don't see his eyes they're, they're they're white, I guess not you know but this is like like a mask with big holes, weird and you can see like so it's like, like Captain America style, right and it just it just looks weird hmm. so um, but it is a good comic. Um, are any of you I think this is still yeah, he asked a few questions. are any of you picking up dancer? It is very awesome. you better be. Has nothing to. That's another thing that came out this week. I, I um, so yeah, know I did read, read the first issue where it's like this assassin and, and you know he, his girlfriend's like this ballerina dancer, you know, a professional dancer, <laughs> and then he's like he's being hunted, and then there's this big twist like who is hunting him? Which like maybe I shouldn't mention it. It's, it's from Image. It's one of those. Here's a really cool new Image comic. You know, it's like a, so definitely it's yeah, and it has nothing. You hear the title dancer, you're like, eh, but right. it's, it's it's really good. So I agree. Who are your top 3 Batman actors? Just Kevin Con-
2: Kevin Conroy. Uh,
1: uh so for me it would probably be Kevin Conroy, uh, Christian Bale, Michael Keaton. Yeah, um so Burger Samuel says Adam West, Christian Bale, Michael Keaton. <laughs> you know George Clooney? <laughs> Val I
2: actually liked George Clooney a I, weird
1: amount. I didn't mind Val Kilmer. I'm trying to I think. I really
2: like Val Kilmer as a general thing. But- I
1: did. So, yeah, that sounds... Right. I don't know if I'd put Adam West at number one. I but definitely that's, would. That. That's, that's a different... He is, he is... He was good for what it was. Yeah, no, totally, yeah. totally. And and they might be putting that on DVD finally. Oh, thank God. that would be cool.
2: I would buy that. I would absolutely buy yeah. that on DVD. Um, Cesar Romero with his damn mustache. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Man.
1: Okay, then J-N-S-P-E-C <laughs> he says... Thanks for being so awesome in a podcast, guys. You're welcome. You're welcome. My question is, what is your opinion of DC's Absolute Editions? I think they are awesome, but they are too expensive for me.
2: Um, well, they are both those things. I, uh, I broke down and bought the Watchman <clears throat> one oh, yeah. uh, when it first came out. It, that one, I'm not sure if that one's been eclipsed, because you get concept art, which is amazing, because... Oh, holy moly! How they f- originally looked was really different in some cases. Like Rorschach's mask was a full body suit. Wow! Originally, it looked really. I think really I've seen weird. seen that before. Um, but you also got script pages from Alan Moore, which mm-hmm. is incredible because you see that Alan Moore is insane. Hm. He wrote he wrote an entire page for the first panel of the first page of the first issue. Hm. Like he was describing the like individual items that were in the garbage can. Wow. Yeah, so uh it, it's really interesting. If if it is definitely if you are into the book, then by all means, because it will almost always have something really intriguing or interesting. If you're not, then do not, because man, they are expensive.
1: Yeah, they're about a hundred bucks, but yeah. you cover your ears, Corey. You can get them for like sixty or so on Amazon. <sighs> but yeah. Why do you want
2: to hurt me like that, Tony? I say cover your ears. <laughs> I can't. Oh. There are headphones over them.
1: <laughs> uh a Pixel Kaiser. Do you guys feel the Phoenix 5's takeover of Earth took inspiration from Alan Moore's Marvel Man? You know, I haven't read Marvel Man. Um, I haven't. I don't think I have either.
2: I don't think it's been published. There was all that that debate yeah. over who actually owned it. Yeah,
1: um, which uh, I don't even know. Cause then Marvel kind of had it, but then he did like something, but then they right. didn't. Re- yeah.
2: Then Neil Gaiman, didn't he do something with it? Uh, I don't Neil
1: Gaiman is involved with a lot of comic book controversies, I just realized, because he was also involved with that Spawn stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, um. Anyway, uh, sorry, dude. We have, I, I have no idea what you're talking about. Yeah. Um, I think just because, you know, I, don't, I don't know. I, I'm trying to think what little I know about Marvel Man, and I think I can kind of see him. It's I, great, because one of my friends has read it, and he is just screaming into his MP3 player right now. Yeah. Well, scream a little louder. I can't hear you. Yeah, exactly. Um, furthermore, do you think that maybe AVX should have taken a break after the takeover and spent a year with the Marvel U under mutant control? no i don't
2: has there been a takeover is that i feel like we've jumped ahead
1: somewhat here i mean like i, I
2: remember the yeah, last I don't know. thing i remember is them leaving the moon like i i was unaware there was a takeover
1: yeah i mean issue six hasn't come out <laughs> that yeah, spoilers i guess um, <laughs> i don't know though um well i mean because we know that, that that there's a teaser for no more avengers sure came up and maybe um preview pages i think came out for issue six i think um
2: I think that could have been interesting. Like the, I, I actually really like dark rain. I think that was one of the more interesting things that Marvel has done in the last 10 years. Let's say just mm-hmm. like having it be like, what would happen if the villains were in control? Yeah. And it turns out it doesn't change that much, but I kind of like that. Like, it's not like this horrific dystopia. It's just more like the heroes have to change how they operate. Yeah. So. But I, th- I think it was too soon after dark rain to try something like that again.
1: Yeah. Pixel cars says, I think there's a lot of story potential here, but Marvel events go at breakneck speed and never seem to have <laughs> lasting effects. I just think I disagree, actually, wholeheartedly. Like, you're, you're, we're still feeling the effects of House of M. <laughs> I just think um, you, you can't do a year with this. I mean, because the, obviously there's, there's still no, no, like, Fantastic Four, how does that tie into, you know, this whole thing? And, right. and I just think, I mean, they could do it, but I, yeah, like I said, it, it just seems like you just kind of look the other way sometimes.
2: Yeah. I mean, like I said, I think it's too soon after Dark Rain, which I don't think it would have been that different
1: rich born 93 what up rich says so with avengers earth mightiest heroes ending what did you think of it um i'm i'm a couple episodes behind but me and my daughter
2: i'm, old, I'm only a couple of episodes into it um really like it though <laughs> yeah um, uh, i'm glad they're bringing it back sort of ultimate spider man style
1: um i i feel it could have some people are gonna be screaming at you for that I, Rich Bourne says, I feel it could have someday been Marvel's Justice League Unlimited. And that's, so like what I've seen is, I mean, it kind of felt like, I mean, for, for like my daughter, when we saw the Avengers, she totally <laughs> knew who Black Widow was and she mm-hmm. knew that like Black Widow and Hawkeye had like a history. Interesting. So And I mean, it, it's, it's a great way to, and the same thing, I would even say the same thing for like superhero squad. Mm-hmm. My daughter knows who Miss Marvel is. You know, sure. she, she, she knows, she knew who, who she knows who Thanos is you know she knows Doctor Doom and you know Mole Man, Abomination, you know she knows all these characters so it's a great way. um I don't want to dwell on superhero squad right. <laughs> so much but you know it's Avengers I mean it's a great way to introduce younger viewers into the universe so then when they do go see the movie they were really know who have an idea of these characters cuz they even had um like Better Ray Bill in there That's awesome so maybe I love Beta Ray maybe Bill. maybe you can bring him in in the movie if you want they um they brought in the Guardians of the, of the Galaxy you know Rocket Raccoon was there and you know there's rumors that they're going to do a movie for that. So a lot of rumors, and if yeah, that is
2: boy, that is seeming more and more likely because they yeah. also brought Nova and Rocket Raccoon into Marvel vs. Capcom
1: three. Yeah, and you know they had Red Hulk in in the, in the show, so it's like it seemed like it was off to a really great side. And you know, and Chris Yost was heavily involved with it. I mean, it was just great. So why are people going to be mad that they're bringing it back? I, I kind of thought it was universally no. Loved. there'll be... Uh, no, because you said like Ultimate Spider-Man style. Oh, okay. People don't like Ultimate Spider-Man. Oh, fair like, deal. Or, or some people don't. They they when they compare it to they're like that should have been canceled instead. Hmm. But I, I more meant what, what's the Spectacular Spider-Man that then? That's the one that was not that got canceled.
2: Right, but then didn't that come back sort of as Ultimate Spider-Man? No, then? no. Oh, okay.
1: it's totally different. Well, then my mistake. <laughs> um, <laughs> that I'm just but mistaken. My I I think the reason so Avengers Assemble is coming back 2013. So people are like, why is it getting canceled and coming back? And I, I think it just has to do with production, because from the, the sh- little press release thing that I saw, I guess Marvel, I don't know who, who's, it's on Disney XD, mm-hmm. but I don't, I don't know if maybe someone outside is still producing it. So it, it's, when they, they come back, it's going to be under their full control. So I think that that's part of the reason. Like, that's why Spectacular Spider-Man, I think, I never read an official thing on it, but, you know, that was run through Sony. Right. And so now Ultimate Spider-Man is, is straight through Marvel and Disney. So I think they had to cancel Avengers in order to cut all the red tape or whatever so they can do whatever they need to do or I don't I don't know. So it right. it sucks. I I mean, I would say I I wonder if there's a reason why they can't just follow the same continuity, and just give it a new name and you, you, even if it's a different style, just say okay, all this stuff existed or if they're just going to start back and like here's a team getting together, Here, right. here's the first appearance of 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 Ant Man yeah. or whatever, it's a little
2: early to do that again. Yeah. But if
1: they have to, then they have to. Yeah, so it's unfortunate. Um, outside eighty five says, "What about SUD?" Or asks, "What big plans do you think DC has for Raven?" Um, that's a good question. <laughs> it's actually
2: an excellent question. Yeah. I,
1: I, I, I'm trying to think back if, if Scott Labdell, I think, kind of the elephant in the room at this point. I think he hinted that she would be showing up in Teen Titans, but I thought I remember. I'm trying to think when he did those those like questions on on comic Mind.
2: i actually would not mind her appearing in red hood and the outlaws
1: yeah i think that might be an
2: interesting path to take
1: but then it it just starts getting weird where it's like that's kind of becoming like teen titans just with jason yeah todd (laughs) yeah but um i don't know i like that book better than teen titans maybe that's why i'm saying it yeah yeah (laughs) i I agree there um yeah so i don't know if if she would fit in if, if they brought her to teen titans would she be younger or would she be like older and kind of more of a mentor role and but it's it's she's one of those weird characters. It's like where she at? and you know where the heck is Donna Troy? Right. You know, and so I I don't I don't know what, what's going on. I don't know if there's any big plans. I I would think so, but yeah, I don't know. And the other weird thing is they're bringing back Teen Titans Go. So, that is weird. <laughs> so it's like here here's a Teen Titans team that has nothing to do with the current Teen Titans, not even the same continuity. But we're going to bring the show back because people liked it, and if they like it so much and try reading the comics, they're not going to know what's going on. But I guess you don't look at that in those terms. Yeah. Um, John Soderling says, "Why are all the women in the Court of Owls blonde?" Uh, I don't know if it's like a Scandinavian organization. Yeah, or I mean, it uh? could
2: it could be a pure a quote unquote purity thing, uh, or it could just be a coincidence. <laughs> yeah,
1: so I guess we'll we'll find out uh, more about that. Um, maybe, hopefully. Yeah. And where where's the really old lady? Didn't see her at the dining table, so I'm assuming that's Maria Powers. Yeah, maybe not. Everyone was there. <laughs> well, yeah, because no, because I don't think she was there because she was Yeah, because yeah. Scott cause,
2: confirmed or not even Scott, like in the book it confirmed that, that was that at that dining room table was not every member of the Court of Allies. Yeah,
1: because um Bruce confronts her. Yeah. And then he takes off, and then that's when she tries calling her husband, who I right. think was was at the Harbor house or I believe so. whatever. Cause then that's where he goes over there yeah. and that's when he finds them, which and I shouldn't say anything. I was going to say,
2: yeah, we've said too much. <laughs> yeah.
1: So yeah, I don't think she, she was there. So she's still running around somewhere. Um, so there you go. Yeah. Photo cub <laughs> says coming up on SDCC. Do you think the landscape for woman at both of the big two improved since last year, creators and characters? Yes. Um, so I'm trying to think in terms of creators. I don't, I think it's about the same. Um, you know, Sarah Pacelli, she yeah. was around before, but you know, she's doing Spider Man now. So is Catherine Immonen, but she's
2: she's yeah. a bit more prominent now. Um, I think. you
1: know, Marjorie Liu, she's she's moving up, she's doing an X Men book. On which,
2: uh who's writing Ms.
1: Marvel? Or Captain um, Marvel. Kelly Sue DeConnick, which go. is Matt Fraction's wife. Indeed. I hadn't heard of her before. Yeah, she did the Osborne mini series. Oh, okay. Um before that I'm I'm not sure. So yeah, I mean it seems like it's getting better for, mm-hmm. for women, trying to think who else. You know, you got um, Fiona Staples. Sure. Is doing amazing art. Um Jill Thompson, um Gail Simone. Um I'm trying to think if there's anyone new. Um so I don't know. As far as characters, well like you said, you know, Miss <laughs> Marvel's getting Captain Marvel. I looks. absolutely love that look. Yes. I I could not love it more. I don't know about the short hair.
2: I like the short hair even.
1: I don't know. But I, I just I, like I've the seen different change. different pictures, I mean different artists and well, some of it, so it looks like she's just little, pinning her hair hair up. Yeah, right?
2: some of it looks like it's really, cut really short, yeah. so I guess
1: we'll see. Um yeah, so then... One way
2: or I, another, I love the new costume.
1: But we... um Surprisingly, the the new... Oh, no, the, I take that back. So, the DC... The new books, there's that one Ameth... What's her name? Gem or something. Oh, yeah.
2: Gem World Amethyst or something? <laughs> yeah,
1: so there's going to be a few... Sounds like a
2: My Little Pony spinoff. <laughs> yeah.
1: So, it, it seems like it's getting better. I mean, and... Yeah, I mean, it it shouldn't even be an issue. I mean, I I don't want to say it's like, oh, you know, we should get more female creators or something like that. It should be no, we should be get more good creators, and if they happen to be female, great. You know, if they're if they're not, uh, you know, I don't know. But but yeah, I mean, it's always great to because you got that stupid stereotype that you know women aren't into comics or whatever. It's like no, obviously they are. So I that's why I wish it wasn't an issue that there was more equality.
2: Yeah, I do too. (laughs) I mean, I wish it wasn't an issue, but it is unfortunately.
1: Holland Dane says Superman Holland? seems to have a new cocky attitude in New Fifty Two. Yeah. Do you like that more than the humble hero of old? That seems more with the younger Superman. Um, sure, Superman and Superman doesn't seem that cocky, but Superman in action seems more.
2: I personally dig it. Yeah, I, I think it's good because it shows that he used to be a kid. Like he didn't like. Not even a kid, but like a young man. He didn't grow up with this incredible sense of nobility because almost no one does that.
1: Yeah. Um, what do you think of Scotty Scott Liddell and Ken Roquefort taking over Superman? Um I I I think it's good. I, I think it could inject some much needed life
2: into that comic.
1: Yeah, because I like I said, I don't know what's been going on and it's it's been frustrating. So and you know, I, I'm enjoying red hood and the outlaws i really you know i really i'm enjoying teen titans um superboy someone has brings that question up so we'll talk about that in just a bit um but it, if kenneth Rocafort's doing superman then who's going to be doing um red hood so that that Indeed. that sucks there i'm going to say that because kenneth Roquefort did an action wanted a reign of the superman right and I don't need a pretty Superman. But I, I I do need a a pretty Starfire. So. So it, it's going
2: double standards over here. That,
1: that, we'll say that. It, it, I I hope they get a good artist to draw Starfire.
2: they probably will.
1: I know I I, I I really I really like Starfire's character like, sure. before like not the all like, the the controversial stuff, but I really Which like, turned
2: out to be not that controversial yeah, as it turned yeah, out.
1: Yeah, so I I really liked her, you know, in the Teen Titans before. Sure. So I hope And, you know, you got to have good, good art with good stories and you can have a good story with not good art and it just, it kind of breaks your heart. Right. Um, How many is that for Scott now? Four? Yeah, he's writing a lot. (laughs) Um, That's a good question. Is he still going to be doing for it? Because I don't think he's doing the Superboy issue zero. Hmm. I think Tom DeFalco might be doing that. I could be wrong. I thought I saw Tom DeFalco's name somewhere on Superboy, but I, I don't know if yeah, four books a lot. Because that's what's, what Scott said. You know, Scott's doing Batman. He's doing American Vampire, right? And then you know he's got the, the miniseries, mini series American Vampire. <clears throat> but you know he's he's like I can't do Talon. You know right. I can't do n- another book. So yeah. so he's just plotting that. Um, and Holland Dane also says, do you think Batman would last a month being Metropolis's only hero? Uh, no, <laughs> you don't think so.
2: He's they they deal with different kinds of heroes. I don't think Superman would make a very good Gotham hero. Um, you know, Metropolis deals with things like power armor and aliens. And but but see, no, but
1: that, that's because of Superman. It, I mean, it seems like that Superman attracts those those people. <laughs> well, then maybe Superman should go elsewhere. I not I mean, where there's not there's, so many buildings. There's so, always things out. and and you know some of that's been touched on a little bit. I don't know if it wasn't. I think it was an issue Superman where. They kind of said that you know he's attracting these these villains and
2: Metropolis is too bright for Batman. But
1: it gets dark at night,
2: does it? <laughs> yeah,
1: it seems pretty li- like it seems pretty well lit. And just, what Suicide Slum? Ah. Just-
2: suicide Slum is like all of Gotham. <laughs> yeah.
1: So I don't know. Uh, the then Markian <laughs> says. Has there ever that reminds been a- me of an incredibly funny story that I had with, my, or that a
2: conversation that I had with my roommate that I won't recount here because it's only funny to me, but I still wanted to point it out.
1: So here, this is something we talked about. Has there ever been a comic you haven't been able to get into because of dated art? Hey, so, like, <laughs> You're like we just had this
2: conversation. Yeah. Uh, Blade when Howard Jenkins was drawing that. Yeah. Because Marco Djurjevic was doing these gorgeous covers, and you'd open it up and we'd be like, "Whoa, that's
1: different." <laughs> So Markin says he's having a hard time getting into Swamp Thing. Um I think
2: Swamp Thing's art's great.
1: Yeah, like Yannick pa- Yannick Paquet yeah. is good. Marco Rudy, I like, I don't like as much as, as Yannick, but his stuff's been good. Cool. And then um last issue we had Francesco do it, I, which totally different, but mm-hmm. it was I also don't think away. that looks dated.
2: No I, I, so that's that's an odd thing to bring up.
1: <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. Um but yeah, I mean if, if like I I was saying with like Red Hood. I mean if So he if,
2: might or unless he's talking about like the Alan Moore Swamp thing.
1: I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> but you know, it, it, it's it's it is hard to get into a book when when the art is is just jarring. You know? Yeah, and it doesn't necessarily mean it has to be bad art. It's just art that doesn't work for you, or you know, you personally don't don't care. It, it doesn't it.
2: make tonal sense.
1: Yeah. for what for what the book is trying to convey. Yeah, like um, I'll even say like Moon Knight. You know, it's sure. like Alex Maleev. I mean, there's some parts of that that I loved, and there's other parts that it's like, yeah, I wish you know someone else was drawing this this scene. But yeah. But actually, I, I, I guess I did get into that series, despite that, because it was Moon Knight and, <laughs> and Bendis. Um, Kenny who speaking of Bendis, <laughs> says, Marvel has Bendis, DC has Johns. They both seem to write everything. Which one do you like better and why? I'm going to say Bendis <laughs> just immediately. Um, I almost think that I don't know. They're, they're, they're just they're different in in ways.
2: They are. They're uh, they're very different, and that's. I mean, I just like what Bendis does more because um, yeah, Johns tends to write like the cosmic stuff, the sweeping stuff, the the grandiose, huge, big, huge stories. Whereas uh, Bendis tends to write a bit more. I'll say character
1: focused. It's just weird with with Jeff Johns, like you know, because uh, like Green Lantern, love it yeah Aquaman love it oh yeah and then Justice League it's like wait this is this the same Green Lantern same Aquaman so it, it's weird how there's there's that difference there and you know like the the Billy Batson backup is is good too yeah um does sometimes does too too much talking scenes
2: yeah he'll do a little bit too much of the David Mamet or Aaron Sorkin back but, and forth
1: but sometimes that's good you know to yeah. add to the, the character development so I I don't know if who I'd say I'd like better because I, I just think their styles are just different the, what, what the type of stories or type of characters they write. So mm-hmm. I don't know. So I'm, I'm going to cop out on that one. Um, the Kid Nixon. I'll get the angry comments. <laughs> With the return of You-Know-Who in Batman 10, are there <laughs> any other obscure Silver Age stories you'd want revisited?
2: I didn't really read a lot of Silver Age stuff, so I'm going to have to cop out on this one. <laughs>
1: um, I, I mean, th- there are some... But the, the problem is if like Scott Snyder started doing that or I guess any other Batman writers and everyone's say, oh, that's trying to be like Grant Morrison because, right. you know, that's what Grant Morrison did, which he's not the only one that should be able to. Right. Um, I'd like to see – nothing is currently popping to mind, but I, I'd be curious to see, you know, how some of these things, do, do they play into the, the new 52 or not? And, sure. You know, since we're still kind of discovering things all the time. So I don't know. But I, yeah, I'd have to think more about that. Um, Jake Dilly says, "Hello, everyone. If you could pick two powers from any X-Men characters, what would they be?" <laughs> oh boy. Um. I mean, there's, there's. I mean, there's always telepathy. Sure. I mean, I don't
2: think I want to know what people are thinking,
1: though. No. <laughs> wouldn't you want to know? Like, you know, we can say, like, you know, what does Sarah really think about <laughs> but, but, us? Why do- it's like, how much does she hate us? As, maybe you know?
2: I don't want to know. Like, wouldn't that just alienate you from, from not even just from I'm not even saying that there's any notion to that, but like, or any, any cre- credulity to that, but I just feel like that would just so isolate you from your But,
1: but then you know, so it's like, oh, she, she's acting like she likes me, but she really doesn't. It's like, hmm. But
2: we have to work together. Maybe it's, yeah. <laughs> if she secretly does, maybe we should, uh, I
1: don't know,
2: should have that illusion. I would say, uh, I think a healing factor in teleportation would be pretty great.
1: What about phasing? <laughs> Ah, phase into the girls locker room (laughs) that's invisibility because i'm
2: a 15 year old boy sure
1: (laughs) could be some 15 year old boys listening invisibility which no you know i don't think any mutants have invisibility it's not that useful if you actually think about it (laughs) well you got sue storm she's a strong can also generate force well then you incorporate that but there's no one that has invisibility i mean but she's the most powerful member of fantastic Four because
2: of the force fields not because before she had that all she could do was hide Great, she had super high. Yeah, but powers. but
1: she could always put the invisible bubbles over people's head, and
2: that's what I'm saying. And, though before, because she didn't always have that. I
0: don't
1: know. I'm trying to think. Back.
2: Originally, it was just invisibility, and then they realized that's not a very useful
1: power. But she did know um, judo because she was ta- She was taught by like the one the, the world one of the world's best judo masters. You know who? Reed Richards. Oh, for Chris. <laughs> There's this one panel that I've been holding on to. It's like I have got to write something about this, but I just haven't. It's like. Reed Richards is a judo master.
2: Oh, my God. Of course
1: he is. <laughs> so, um, But, yeah, it's a, to teleportation would be cool. But it's like, you know, what kind of teleportation? Because who doesn't want to, like, tele- be able to teleport to work? Sure. You know, because – but then there's a whole thing, which um, – spoiler, John Carter. Um, you know, it, does that break down your body? Like, when you're teleporting, are you – you know, even even like like with the like, Justice League teleportation devices, like, you know, your atoms are being broken down, zipped across right. somewhere – and reconstructed so it's like is your original body being destroyed yeah the, and then a copy is being there's made and actually reconstructed
2: some debate about
1: this so every time you're t- you you teleport whatever it's like it's a copy of a copy of a copy of a copy so then so it's i don't like know because
2: yeah, you're being broken down on a molecular level isn't that kind of killing you <laughs> yeah
1: but but then if you have someone like like magic or even even nightcrawler you know where <laughs> they teleport to another dimension which i don't know if i like that for for nightcrawler that he's actually going to this other world and then it doesn't you know, make a great deal of
2: sense if you actually think of that about it
1: yeah so, um, but yeah, I, I, I'm trying to think, I mean, but the other thing with, with like telepathy, cause then you can do you re-
2: that instead of teleportation, telekinesis, Yeah, just, healing factor and tell Like, oh, I,
1: I don't want to change the channel. I can't find a remote type of thing. Like, you can do more than that. It's like, Oh, I want a banana from the kitchen. Sure.
2: It's the ultimate lazy power.
1: <laughs> I, I think intelligence is, you know, I've said it that it's one of the, if you can be super intelligent, cause Does you anyone
2: can on the X-Men have that. It's prodigy, but he just learns stuff really quickly.
1: Well, that that's the thing because I mean, if you could do that, you can. You know how to defeat anyone. It's like like why can Batman beat everyone? Because he has contingency plans. So you think you know he's not super intelligent, but he is. But it's like if, if you could do Batman
2: that, is a superhero. I think we just need to yeah. like
1: start acknowledging that fact. <laughs> but if you know if you can, if you know every if you can figure out how to how to defeat everyone, no
2: fabulous wealth is that a superpower?
1: <laughs> I mean, like who there, there's someone who has like. Like you can look at some and see like where the weakness is. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, I I need to to break this door down. And where's this, the stress points? Well, that's in this. Karnak, isn't it? I don't know. On maybe humans. Yeah. So I'm mean, I'm I'm not picking any mutants.
2: <laughs> I know you're not. You're really like dancing around this issue.
1: Yeah. Um, I want to be Iceman and make ice cubes and people's drinks. Hell yeah. Is, that's kind of gross to that that think Wolverine's about. Chill, Wolverine's beer. Um, an astonishing um X Men number fifty two mm-hmm. issue comes out next week, which I'm not saying I read yet, <laughs> um, but I'm not saying that this happens an issue. Uh-huh. But um, someone has a drink and Ice like bloop bloop, like making ice cubes. Like he he's taking moisture from the air, but it's like is he maybe taking like some like, sweat from him? Right, Which, I guess he wouldn't sweat because he's cool. He's uh, cool, baby. So I have a shirt that says "Stay cool" be, or "Staying cool, be cool." Or I forget what I said, no. <laughs> it said. Now had Ice Man on her. Nice. Um, so anyway, we spent too much time on that question, Indeed. and I didn't answer it. So, <laughs> um, so going to the forums, and I apologize that Oof. last week we didn't get to all these. Um,
0: Marathons. I'll just
1: say there are some, some tangent questions that slowed us down last week. That's <laughs> all I'm going to say. Um, so this is from Web Jacker. Um, so let's see. I mean, if there's James stuff, obviously I can't answer, because I, I know there are some that we didn't Um. I'm, I, should, I should look at this. I had to, um, Oh, wait. I, I, I'm going to back up. Actually, I already said his name. So, okay. <laughs> wait, let's just, shut up. Webjacker says, again, thanks for everything, you guys. Um, it says, Miss Sarah last week. So, you're probably missing her this week. Yeah. And then nice to have Corey. I love when he makes his joking comments and Tony just plays straight man like he's trying to stick the business. Awesome. Because I'm trying to keep us on schedule. That's what I do. Um, glad to have James back uh question jim, jim 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 James is not here is there an explanation besides it's a comic for how characters like magneto and flash who do not have invulnerability or super strength can survive these battles with super villains and heroes for example magneto being shot with the mini neutrono stars by the new hellfire club and flash anytime he hit someone when going mach three um as far as bio and cv blah 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 nope. am i being too picky and should just suspend my disbelief and enjoy sadly there really isn't yeah because uh, i'm mean, saying if flash is like punching someone like like a bunch of times is like he's gonna break his his fists and <coughs> so i i think it's just it's incorporated and, and i almost think like everyone has a healing factor I,
2: I think i they actually tried to make it that spider-man had a healing factor and that was how he could get beat up one night and then be up bright and early the he, next. I mean, yeah he's he's but i think they pretty much ignored that and just kind of been like it's a comic book it's fine
1: <laughs> yeah he's a superhero um, here's one from HTB 106 that sounds familiar I don't think I read this um, I think, I, I think I no because yeah. I, I know I didn't read this so some oh. of them are for for James um, like would it be more Young Heroes on Earth 2 so that would have been a good question but like Cassie Sandsmark, like Bunker Solstice Roy Harper won't be those characters
0: right but maybe some <laughs>
1: other ones um, everyone what's the oldest comic you own <coughs> and what first appearances do you own I have like amazing Spider-Man. I think like fifty-two. Yeah,
2: you you probably got some.
1: It's not in great old, condition. Old um, I have like uh, I have a Superman, Superman's girlfriend Lois Lane. Uh, <coughs> I forget the number. I think it's fifty-eight, but it's because <clears throat> um, I also have a Fred Hembeck cover reproduction of hmm. uh, that same one. I have some like really old um like Batman Detective Comics.
2: So yeah, the oldest one that I have uh, is is pretty dull. It's the it was going to be the last appearance of Venom. It was the one right before the Lethal Protector series started. Uh, it had a gold cover. It was. Spider-Man and Venom thrown yeah. down. Uh, it was from like mid to early 90s I want to say. Yeah.
1: So yeah. <laughs> we, we got a bunch of like really old comics too. Um, I forgot where. It must have been when we were in Sausalito and then when we moved out of the whiskey office I came a Across a stack, like in the back, it's like whoa, these are cool, interesting, and and they're dirt. This like this huge stack, like maybe like like about five or six inches. Right, it's so light. <laughs> it's like you would think this this is a heavy. I mean, it's it's right. like, like the papers, the pages are made out of air. It's
2: a newsprint. Yeah,
1: um, I do have yeah. uh, Amazing Spider-Man two fifty two, which is first appearance of the Venom suit. Or no, it's not. Yeah, it is. Awesome. I also have um Amazing Spider-Man two thirty eight, first appearance of Hop Goblin. Woo! So yeah, I got some. Um, I don't know what else I have. I got too much. Um. I'm sorry about this. H T B one o six says it's my birthday on June tenth. Yep. <laughs> please have a shout out because happy birthday for you guys are really like my day. Happy
2: birthday. Happy belated birthday. Happy
1: birthday. <laughs> HTB one oh six, happy birthday to Woo. you. Um, right. <laughs> um how did Damien and Bruce get Bat Cow back home? Because it would be hard to fit in in the boot of the Batmobile. <laughs> um this guy is a, a, a Brit, by the way, so that's why he says Clearly. the boot. Um I don't know. Maybe um you
0: know.
1: That's the question is like what really did happen to bat cows? Like bat did, hauling. Does, Cause bat I think, I think Bruce, there used to be stables on Wayne estates. Mm-hmm. So maybe bat cows actually, we'll have to see if we see more of bat cow. God, I um, hope so. But they, uh, there is a, this one image where how they got the, the, the giant penny into the bat cave. <laughs> they, they had this big like U-Haul truck. It wasn't U-Haul, but it's a big truck. Right. Cause you know, obviously there's, there's a road, you know, how the Batmobile gets in and out. So they, there's a, I remember this one comic where they're like unloading the giant penny. <laughs> Um, how do you think Alfred re- will react to having a cow around stately Wayne Manor? Do you think Damien's pet dog will get along with a new pet? Well, they will just keep him in, in the yeah. Barn, yeah. in the barn. Yeah. So.
2: I think Alfred is used to weird stuff.
1: <laughs> it's just a matter if Wayne Manor is zoned for farm animals. That's, Probably. That's a big question. Or they will have to get it rezoned. Um, okay, there's a question from Redberry. This is for James. Um... Yeah, so nothing there we can answer. Sorry, dude. We're not James. Uh, F- Fourth Horseman says, Is there a type of story that anytime you see or hear about it, you cringe a little? I personally hate anytime superheroes lose their powers for any length of time. Mm. So cliche. I don't find it interesting. I mean, there's a death thing. It's <laughs> yeah. Like, do we really need to have that? Not to get dark, but uh, <laughs> uh, sexual
2: assault storylines are yeah. always a little like, eh. Uh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, kind of difficult to mine any humor out of that, so I'm not even going to try. But, uh, yeah, <laughs> that's always like, uh
1: And then there's a, you know, the villain turned hero, because you know they're going to be a villain again. Sure. In most cases. Um, Carnival of Sins, 00, mm-hmm. says, I, Zombie for me, was a gateway into Mike and Laura Allward's beautiful work. So it's a series I hold very near and dear, not to mention that Chris Robertson has created great characters with pretty rich backstories and fun, too. How excited or sad are you, Tony, that the series is ending? So yeah, it sucks. Um, The only reason, I mean, I've loved this series, and like I said, the great characters created by by Chris Robertson. But now that it's ending, you know, Mike Alward can do an issue of Daredevil, and I know he's doing a It Girl, which is you know from the Atomic. So you know, I'd I'd love to see more Madman, 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 Madman. so I, and he's supposed he got something else going. I don't know if he's doing something with Marvel besides a Daredevil thing. Yeah. So I mean, who knows? It, it's it's unfortunate that it's ended. So can't say I'm excited. I mean, the only way I could be excited because if it means other things that he can do, but
2: sure. And you know, it's it's going out on a high note.
1: It's it's going out before. Yeah. Before right. everyone's like, Ugh, yeah, know exactly. Know. Um, Hieroglyph says, "Have you found being based in SF Bay Area beneficial, limiting, or non-issue when it comes to covering comics?" Um, If you had the choice to move to any other city, would you? If so, which city would you pick, and how do you foresee comic Vine being different as a result? Well, I mean, the thing is, obviously, in L.A., there's, you know, D.C.'s office is there. You know, Top Cow's there. um, Stan Lee Productions is there. Not that they do much um, (laughs) that we could use. Uh, And then, you know, New York, you got Marvel and D.C.'s office there. So there really isn't... Anything here? Because IDW is in San Diego, right? Um, Images is here. Images well, Images in Berkeley. in Berkeley, but I don't. I mean, it's like forty-five minutes. Well, I mean, the thing with with Images, you know, I don't think it's not like I don't even know if like Eric Larson hangs out at the Berkeley office. I actually yeah.
2: saw him in uh, San Francisco. <laughs> yeah,
1: so it's. Um, I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't know what goes on in the office there, and yeah. uh, we we could try to you know go visit or anything, Plus but I, I just think it's just account not accounting but i don't even know <laughs> marketing and and stuff there so i mean it's like yeah you know, I'd, I'd love to go to baltimore comic con sure um i wouldn't want to go to new york comic con um but it, it's for us it's you know traveling across the country yeah. makes it harder you know even going going to chicago you know can get costly it's like you know 600 bucks for a plane I mean, we got WonderCon. oh <laughs> maybe well, i heard it was coming back yeah uh, we'll see Yeah, boy um if you could pick somewhere, I mean, I, I think New York would be the better place to go, although it seems like more stuff's moving to L.A. Yeah. I don't know if I'd want to live. I guess, you know, you can live outside of New York. Sure. Um, so, I mean, I'm, I'm not a city person. Like, you know, I don't live in San Francisco. So. Um, okay, I think there's just a few more. Cool. Um, D. Dan Jellico says, first off, I want to say you guys are awesome and are far away my favorite comic book site podcast. Sarah, I cool. love the news. You're doing a great job. Tony, your ask and receive answers are excellent. Thank you. And James doing fantastic job, but he's not here, so <laughs> cheers. <laughs> um on in question with New Fifty Two, saw an influx of really great superhero comics, but I think recently we've had a lot of great inventive non cape comics as well. I personally love seeing saga in the Manhattan Projects. What are some of your I mean, okay, so what do we like? Basically I- Image has been doing a lot. Oh, yeah. Secret Images. tons. Um, like you mentioned dancer that's really walking
2: good. walking dead is still great yeah so. saga is amazing um i'm just starting to get into elephant men i don't think that's still coming out but that's yeah, a really interesting book
1: yeah so yeah there, there's a lot i mean it's a great time and then mm-hmm. you know vertigo keeps putting out non cape comics oh yeah there's a vertigo lot of almost exclusively deals in non cape comics <laughs> cosmo one 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 six eight seven all right it says i remember when i first started reading comics i was overwhelmed by the amount of issues i had to collect to get a complete story arc and felt that comics might be more accessible to outsiders if it didn't take so much time to research stories find all the issues and connect so yeah um, do you think that comics should abandon monthly issues and print directly to trade paperbacks similar to mangas um, the problem with that is like are you gonna have to wait six months for the next volume
2: right that actually has occurred to me as well um and yeah, it's got its pluses and minuses. Quite frankly, like a lot of the reason is is simply tradition, but a lot of it is also that that's how people prefer to get their comics.
1: Yeah, I mean, people are are anti digital, even though you know there's there's advantages to that. So
0: yeah,
1: it, it'd be great to have the entire story because like sometimes when I review a single issue, I'm like, I kind of have problems with this, but it could be addressed later on. So, um, I don't know. Um, okay, say so that one's for James. That one's for James. <laughs> um. Extra Large says, not a question, but you totally got me with the Walking Dead semi-spoiler. I was completely expecting the end of Glenn. Glad I was wrong. Woo. Okay. Um, <laughs> Horton Draws a Who.
0: No, he's, that's he's a, a great name.
1: <laughs> he's a high school art teacher and a lifelong comic book geek. This September, he's doing Comic Book History Unit Plan for Intro to Art Classes Unit. Awesome. Plan is filled with visuals and mini video clips. Um, I want to do an art project link to the end of the unit plan as do with comic books but i don't want to do stereotypical draw a comic strip of create um let's see do you guys have any cool art project ideas that you can think of it would be interesting for classical high school juniors um i think we'd have to give it more thought but it, yeah. it'd be cool to try to come up with an idea and you know, just get them to see you have to script this you have to you know plot it out and pacing and you know yeah, can, can mean, you do 22 pages of story
2: there you go like don't have them do like just a strip that they could throw together overnight have them like even if it's like eight pages yeah like have mean? them do like a story like something they have to yeah like you said like script and then they have to give that to an artist and the artist has to interpret interpret it and they have to work together i think that could actually be really interesting
1: yeah so maybe we should come back to this yeah Webjacker do you think quentin choir will one day lead to x-men um we saw that future but <laughs> i don't think it will we'll ever get to that future
2: probably not but it would be neat <laughs> I, th- I don't um, think quentin choir will ever hit 20 <laughs> yeah i don't think
1: people would want to follow him <laughs> yeah, unless he just he's kind of a big jerk but he says i know it's ridiculous but i know three times since schism he specifically stated um but yeah so i i don't think that would happen probably not um what are hey. you guys expecting out of new miss marvel series Expecting greatness
2: uh yeah um, I, I like i said earlier I, I i'm really looking forward to it i think her new costume is great um i didn't read the osborne series but I, I think it's a great new direction i really hope she can maintain that book
1: yeah she she carried um thanks to brian reed she carried miss marvel for 50 issues so yeah um, i'm fat batman hey guys love the podcast help make my, my work day go by faster Woo, that's cool um, he's new to collecting, got into AVX um, number one, Batman, Earth 2, Scarlet Spider. Um, Is there anything I should read DC that ties in or connects with some of the new books? Um, I really like Batman The Whole Court of Owls. Earth 2 is awesome. I feel like I'm missing something I should know from the past before the reboot. Am I missing something? just go with... I think... I mean, if you have the means, go read some classic old stuff, but the idea True. is you don't have to. Yeah. So, I don't think you Nothing really connects, missing. unfortunately.
2: Yeah. Like, go back and read Dark Mirror if you didn't read that. Uh, Black Mirror. That Black Mirror, sorry. Yeah. Right before this, obviously.
1: Um, because maybe in next week's Nightwing, something connects mm-hmm. from, from there. <laughs> or maybe not.
0: <laughs> not that I know <laughs> or
1: anything. <laughs> um, Foxfire Art. What are Foxfire. Your, what are your thoughts on publishers' exclusivity deals with certain digital comic retailers? Um, not the issue or same day next, but is it wise to make it so you can't buy certain titles from some sites when they're trying to reach as many people as possible? It's just an example, I've checked out DC Digital sneak peeks at 84 pages of various DC titles on my Kindle Fire through Comicsology, but can't buy a single bat title comic to read. Um, yeah, It's, it's ridiculous they have to do that. I would say if they do that, hopefully there'd be like some window. Like maybe it's a month or six months and then it goes yeah. back because... Again,
2: like, as as someone who doesn't really do digital comics, I guess I can't really have a strong opinion on this, but yeah, yeah, it's 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 not great, but it's it's probably better for business for the people who actually do the business, and oh, I'm to oh. stringing two thoughts together okay, here. Here's one. <laughs> Let's
1: see. I was watching some of the backlog of the Whiskey Media Happy Hour. I saw that on December third, two 2010, Ryan Davis made a bet with Tony and Sarah that within the year, there would be a Spider-Man to musical reference somewhere in Spider-Man comic story. If that never happened, Ryan owes you $65 each. If it did, disregard the statement as it never happened. So that's a good question. Um,
2: I am almost positive there was.
1: Within the year?
2: Within the year, though, maybe not.
1: So if anyone knows, a year after December 3rd, 2010, was there a reference... So is like Spider Man a, a musical reference or it'd be, what What reference could there be? It's not like there's. I don't know, like him being
2: like, oh, it looks like I landed on my feet.
1: Uh, I guess. <laughs> no, that's not a reference. I mean, it'd be. No, like, I
2: mean, but I mean, like he would be like, oh, good thing I didn't fall through this stage or something no, like that.
1: I think, if Or like it, a
2: po- even a poster for yeah, it in the background.
1: Yeah, I would say that, like a marquee or something. Web swinging by. So someone answer that question for me so I don't yeah, have to. Yeah, shoot us a second. link. Um, and the, the last one is from Sherman Tank. 62, with right. some, some vials missing. I saw a few weeks ago on "Ask and You Shall Receive" that Tony had an alkaline trio guitar behind him. It's actually a skateboard deck. Mm, there you go. Um, they are one of my favorite bands. I was just kind of, I was just kind of music. You guys enjoy. I'm um, probably
2: wondering what kind of music. Yeah, we enjoy. What are
1: some of your favorite bands? What was the coolest concert season? This is totally not comic book related, but, <laughs> but I, what the, heck? the only reason I'm answering because I love alkaline trio. Um, Matt Skiba put out, um, a kind of sort of solo album, um, recently, um, uh,
2: off the top of my head. I love Metallica. That's also one of the greatest concerts I ever went to. I went to summer sanitarium in 2003, uh, blew my mind, blew me away. I just got into a wall nation or okay. E band. Uh, Leonard Cohen is one of the greatest singer-songwriters of all time, if not the greatest of all time. Um, Green Day
1: puts on a great shows. Okay, I mean surprisingly, I mean whether you like them or not, they right. put on an amazing. Linkin Park is actually great live too. Again, regardless of whether or not you like them, um, um, Kiss put on a good show. Motley <laughs> Crue, Motley Crue did like a three-hour show with like ten-minute intermission, no a, opening band.
2: A Perfect Circle uh, at the Warfield was one of the greatest concerts I've ever been to. Um yeah that was like a, a good two hour two and a half hour concert <laughs> i saw the
1: cars heartbeat city nice the, there is no audience interaction mm. it's no like this song That's... is this song is called drive it's just like song blah, 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 song blah, eh, blah. i don't like that so much foo Fighters is great yeah i'm saying i didn't like yeah. that foo fighter is great i saw them their rock show and their acoustic show weezer is, is a blast i've seen them a couple rob times. zombie has an amazing visual
2: show but my god his the one that i went to was like 50 minutes long literally
1: I saw Blink-182 after they got back together. Hmm. Um, that was a good show.
2: Also, I haven't seen Leonard Cohen
1: live though I desperately want to. Um, I think that, that about wraps it up. Yeah. <laughs> well, and, so. and we are crazily over two hours. We got Woo. a late start and we got a really late ending. So that is it for the Comic Vine Podcast. Um, Sweet. I will not be here next week. No I'm I. <laughs> taking. A, I, I, I'm going to have like work withdrawals, like staying away from the site for, <laughs> for a week. But I will have some comic reviews up um, somehow. I'll read them and, or maybe I've already not read like them. It's you don't get advanced copies. Um, uh, Corey will not be here. I will not yep. be here. So, the question is, will Sarah be here? Who knows? And I don't know about James if he'll be here. So, it might just be Sarah talking for, <laughs> for Sarah two hours. Sarah talking to herself. Yeah. Actually, here's a little secret. I did that one time. Um, uh-huh. Not not the whole time. But uh, Sarah had to do something. Mm-hmm. She had to run out real quick. I, I forget. I think she, it was something with the news video or something like that. She had to like run out. Mm-hmm. So I kept talking. Wow. <laughs> I was talking about like Captain American Avengers and like that. It was, it was, it was like maybe for like, th- like two or three minutes. See? I just kept talking, talking to myself and then she came back in and we just picked up and great. And no one picked up on that. So <laughs> I was like, like, whoa. So I don't know if I could do a podcast. I think I could pull a podcast by myself.
2: It, it'd I probably mean, be a lot shorter, but yeah, you could, you could probably do it. I remember yeah. Matt Rory back on screen. Yeah. When, I, when
1: I can ramble enough. Oh. Yeah. So, so that's a podcast. Thanks for listening. Woo. Um, and check everything on the site. Um, but again, no off my minds next week, um, if that matters Ooh. to you or not. Um, so, so that is it, and I will talk to you guys in a couple of weeks. And Sarah, hopefully, will talk to you next week. So, thanks, see ya. Thanks a lot. <laughs> Welcome home. <laughs> yeah,
0: let's, yeah let's, let's do
1: this. Hey, I want that my full list.
0: Comic sales. us come 15%. Blah, blah, blah.
1: Blah, blah, blah. blah.
0: know us come see us come see us come
1: see us come see us come see
0: us come see us come
1: so we're seeing Batman with this armor, and he's fighting in the way that he doesn't know fight. Cool. The Guardians are, are doing crazy things. Spider-Man's seeing up she all the time we have for this week's episode.
0: Oh, no. Crash.